FGC Hollywood. Stay classy. So, I was uh, I was supposed to have a, a date Ooh, with one of the girls. We're starting yeah. the podcast off like this, or the pre-podcast off like this. Okay. Yep, I like it. Yep. Okay, so here's the thing. I was supposed to have a date this week, right? It was for finals. So what I did was I told this girl that I thought was really cute, but I was like, look, at the end of our exam, our finals exam, to de-stress and, you know, why don't we just go get a coffee, you know, go on a date and get a coffee. She's like, yes, I agree. I love the coffee date right. idea. It's so, it's easy. It's not non-committal. Great. Exactly. And she said that she'd even give me her number during the date and everything. Nice. So I was like, oh, sick. Biggest problem of that day was the Tuesday when it came up. The exam started and I was so far behind oh. that by the time I left, she was already gone 20 minutes ago. Pain. So we never met, never had the coffee date, and I still don't have her number. Damn. And since it was the last day of school, well, oh uh, well. Ultra pain. You think she did that on purpose? She, she's, she think she did the so. exam real quick? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't think so. All right, here we are, ladies and gents. We're back, FGC Hollywood, a fighting game podcast, episode 52. We know it's 52 because we just double-checked because we're pro podcasters. We're live, but and that doesn't matter because... Well, uh, not only are we pro podcasters, but we're so far knowledgeable about our own content that we oh, man. knew ahead of time that, like... You know what the issue is? Is sometimes I'll do pre-show notes the week before we record, and then I'll change the headline. And then I forget by the time we record, it's like, did I change it before? Or is this like a week behind? So sometimes I get uh, I get a little... Besides, last week, we had technically, we had... Um, we're back to weekly, right? So we're supposed to record, but it's been so slow, we skipped a week. Three shows a month, as we said. But I did the Mike Z episode with Pringle. And uh, so I got a little confused. But anyway, listen. Broken, this is, uh, is going to be a monumental episode in the history of FGC Hollywood. Because... Actually, forget that. Broken, how are you doing? Thank you for coming on the podcast again. I appreciate you as the co-host. Always always a pleasure, you know? Always a pleasure. I, um, as, I, as I wrote down what I've been doing, I finished my semester. Wait, wait, wait. Before, so, before we get to that, we, there's a big announcement. We have, we have to talk about this announcement. Come on. This is huge. This is a monumental ahead. point in the podcast. Even though I try to make the experience of people listening to podcasts, this one specifically, as podcasty as it can be. I don't want people that listen to this two weeks from now to know that this was a stream, even though currently it is. And the reason why it's monumental is because we're no longer on Twitch, no longer pro streamer. We are pro YouTubers. I have, I've had enough with Twitch. Twitch is no longer my home. Twitch was never my home. They were never my friends. I was no longer, I was never a pro streamer. I was always a pro YouTuber. So I'm streaming on YouTube now, the podcast, on the on the main channel, the Max Bleister channel. I went live there. I think it's okay. Um, it was a little a, a little bit of a headache to get going streaming on. I will say the streaming on Twitch is much easier than streaming on YouTube, but I am willing to sacrifice that because Twitch is making decisions that I don't think are in favor of the content creator itself. And uh, listen, if you got to shake... The devil's hand, they're both devils. I just happen to pick one that's dressed in red as opposed to one that's dressed in purple. 
And I know you're dealing with that situation too. You're a pro streamer yourself. You're thinking about maybe shaking both devil's hands. What are you doing there? I'm going to shake both of their hands. Oh, okay. Man. Double devil. I am. I am. I am such a, I'm such a small strammer that I can get away with a lot of things. So while yes, it says under an affiliate that as an affiliate, you're not allowed to stream mm-hmm. on both platforms. I've seen major people stream on both platforms and only once they get to like partner and like they're making so much money that like Twitch now knows who they are. Yeah. Does Twitch like say, okay, you know that thing you were doing? You stop that. And yeah. then we'll, we'll shake hands. All right. But you know what I mean? So I can get away with it because I know. Another thing though, Bloomberg, that's the thing we're talking about. Uh, there's a report that came from Bloomberg, Bloomberg is that Twitch is thinking about making all these policy changes. One of them that, quote unquote, I guess, benefits the streamer is multi-streaming. So they take away the exclusivity deal for partners and affiliates. They can stream from for uh, to do multiple platforms, which is good. But they're also taking more revenue sharing. They're taking more away from the streamer itself. So I think it hurts in the long run. They haven't made this move as of yet. But if it is true, then I think you'll see a lot of people flock to other platforms, specifically YouTube, maybe Facebook. I don't know how many people are moving uh, to other platforms, but you saw some of the big ones like Tim the Tatman, like, um, I mean, there's a bunch that just moved to YouTube even before this whole thing. Obviously, they got lucrative deals to do so. Saikuno Saikuno just, uh, I think he just did it. Let me, let me. Uh, there's a bunch of them. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's just Ludwig, right? Ludwig was the big one. And, uh, and I'm not saying one is better than the other. I just find that if you're going to stream, stream where you're comfortable. So if you're comfortable on Twitch, you should stream there. If you're comfortable on YouTube, I just, I, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, why haven't I made the jump to YouTube? Because it's been like my whole, whatever, quote unquote, content creating career. I've been a YouTuber the whole time. I've made content for this platform. Why not stream on it as well? So, that's uh, that's basically what we're going to do. But don't worry. I mean, we'll still keep the podcast edited for the audio listener. I'll still put in the segment stuff. And basically nothing changes outside of the current experience of people listening to this at the moment. But anyway, that's pretty much it for the big announcement. Uh, slow news week last week. That's why we skipped the podcast. Three shows a month. So we just happened to skip. It, it felt like a bi-weekly podcast again. But no, um, hopefully we'll record next week as well. It's just been really slow these last couple of weeks. Which is cursing us in the long run because I have a funny feeling, oh, like yeah. the FGC always does, something major is going to happen as soon as we just hit return. Like mm-hmm. as soon as you hit the enter button, you're like, okay, podcast is done, send yeah. it out. The next day, they're like, breaking news. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that would have been great to put on the last podcast. I know it's feast or famine out here in the FGC, and unfortunately, we're never on the right uh, on the right side of either. So it's been two weeks. What have we been doing? Uh, the first thing that I kind of mentioned in the beginning, uh, the Mike Z Saga recap, that's out now for audio listeners. I don't put FGC Hollywood Plus on the audio feed just to not muddle, muddle things or muddy things up uh, on the feed so you won't have like 52 and then FGC Hollywood Plus episode 6 and then 53. I, just, I don't want to do that. So that's on YouTube right now on the FGC Hollywood YouTube channel. Pringle the One joined me on that one because he is Mr. Squirrel Girls himself. So we talked a lot about the Mike Z saga everything that has come out since uh the documents we we basically put it all out there so if you're interested in that whole saga you can listen to that it's both on youtube and patreon so if you want an audio version that's on patreon um but it is also on youtube for free so you can check that out and 
I attached episode TMP, the Max Splicer podcast, old school. I, I attached TMP num, number 97, which Pringle came on. That was the first podcast Pringle and I ever did together talking about Mike Z back in 2020 when this whole thing came out. So that was like August of 2020 or July of 2020, something like that. And that was at the end. So just to kind of get uh, a reference of what was going on there. So that was fun. We did that last week. And that's pretty much what I had as far as content is concerned. Um, but it's, as far as other stuff, actually, Broken, you start. I'll, I'll talk about my stuff later. So you you finish your semester. You talked about that at the, the beginning of the podcast or beginning of the precast. Talk to me. Yeah. So I'm done with my semester. I have one more semester to go before I become an associate's degree holder. Hell yeah. But I'm going to take a break because I really don't understand coding that well. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go like... I am planning on working at a bar while I go and job hunt for a, uh, what is it, for a programming job. And then once I get a programming job, I will just work there and then learn programming. And then once I get really comfortable with it, I'll finish my last semester, get my associate's degree. And then I'll just be like, hey, I got everything I need to go to start, you know, my dream job of making fighting games. Hell yeah. Uh, Bartender or server? Uh, I could do both, honestly, because I have my liquor and uh, tobacco license. I have oh, two of those. I did not know that. Interesting. Can you pour drinks and stuff? Uh, so I don't know, like, drink mixology, but they usually will have, because I've, when I worked at the bowling alley, when I got my first license, mm-hmm. they have a little thing there that, like, tells you the instructions on how to make the most, like, well-known drinks. Right. And most of the time, they make you do serving first before you do you know, like the mixology. Yeah. You, hey, you should play uh, Valhalla, that indie game. She mixes drinks and stuff. It's actually kind of cool. I might actually start streaming Valhalla. If I get yeah. the bartender job, I'll just, I'll buy Valhalla and I'll be like, so I just came put, back from the bar. Yeah, exactly. Work at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> put a title, IRL bar stream or bartender actually plays game or whatever. So that, that'd be funny. You're, you're going to start walking, I see on here. You put, uh, so I'm going to get healthy, healthy broken on me. Yep, I'm going to get healthy. I, so, fun fact, we, when we were running around Baylor University in those clone trooper outfits, like, running for, like, five minutes got me, like, winded. Yeah. And it wasn't because it wasn't that, all that plastic in that Under Armour. No, it was literally because I'm just unhealthy. So I just, I found out, I was like, this can't be a good thing. I think running, though, is one of the exercises that, like, if you just don't do it enough, you'll always kind of get a lot, you know, just winded. Yeah, and that's true. So that's why I'm going to start walking. And then after I start walking and build up my walking feel, I'm going to be running. Hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to do that thing that I told told Pringle that I was going to do, which is one of these days I'm actually going to go and buy a weighted vest once i start nice. once i start running and i start feeling good i'm gonna get a weighted vest so i make it harder again and then i'm gonna do that remember those dragon so ball z episodes the... where goku would take yeah. off his it looked just like a cotton shirt and then like it hits the ground and all the like the gravel just <laughs> explodes or whatever it's like damn how you're telling me that that little uh, wristband weighs 400 tons like that doesn't make sense they yeah. like that shit though or piccolo taking off his little hat and then it hits the yeah, ground. Like <laughs> Three thousand pounds. And it, you're creates, like, it creates no a way. crater in the ground. I was like, "What the hell?" Oh man. Um, Speaking of, he's coming back. 
I'm actually surprised that they they remembered who Piccolo was. Hey, he's he's Gohan's father. They should remember. He's he's the true dad. Isn't that crazy? The fact that Goku uh, Goku's arch nemesis turned into a father figure to his son. Storytelling. And then <laughs> and then not only that, but like whenever it came to what was it, the future trunks episode. It wasn't the death of Goku that pissed off Gohan. It was the death of Piccolo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay. So it's been two weeks, and I've, I have some personal news. I tried to negotiate my salary at work, and uh, mm-hmm. it didn't work out. Broken. We're, we're on tough times. Inflation is 8%. I, I got a raise at work and I wasn't happy with the raise. And I'm normally not one of these people that plays the ultimatum game. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. But I I told my job, I was like, listen, this is not going to work. This is not going to cut it. So we kind of went back and forth. We couldn't find a good way to come to terms. So right now we're almost kind of in this limbo. So I may or may not be looking for other work soon. Uh and I'm certainly not staying in the state of Missouri. And I'm certainly not staying in the city of St. Louis anymore. Because St. Louis, sorry if you're listening to this and you're St. Louis, but I, this city ain't for me. It's, it, this, it's whack. It's whack. I don't like St. Louis at all. Not my style. Hey, you can come with me. You can come with me in Texas. I'm paying $500 for yeah, my apartment. I wish. All, all expenses. All expenses. I'm talking water is, uh, is included in the 500 Gas is included in the 500 Electricity is included in the 500 all I got to do is once a month pay $500. What I'm a good. deal. I'm golden. I wish, dude, I can't find anything here that's like under 900 as wouldn't like, I mean, the city of St. Louis is, is so crime heavy. If if you want to live for $650 a month, you better watch out for your car because it's probably going to get jacked the night you go to sleep. So um, that's, that's the reason why St. Louis, I think, is very difficult right now with the economy. So anyway, uh, I took a gamble, tried to negotiate a raise, then work out. So hopefully in the future... I can find something better. Uh, although I, th- I really do like my job. I just, you know, this is business. It ain't personal. Mm-hmm. Also, I found out a few weeks back that I was like Twitter shadow banned, which was hilarious because I don't hardly even use Twitter. What the fuck? And I somebody shared this website and it was like, hey, I'm no longer shadow banned. I was like, okay, let me check this out. Let me see if I'm shadow banned. And I was like, I was. And I was like, this is bullshit. What did I do? I wonder if that whole riff with the PFC that I had a few months ago I wonder if they mass, uh, like, reported my Twitter account or whatever. So, anyway, I was shadow banned for a little while. And then Elon Musk bought Twitter, and I'm no longer shadow banned. How about that? <laughs> Thanks, Elon. There you go. That was fun. My favorite, my favorite thing that happened from Elon buying Twitter, not to be political, but uh, you know that the MyPillow guy? Mm-hmm, yeah. He got unbanned. So, he was like, yeah, he got <laughs> He comes back to Twitter. He's like, good news, everybody. I am back on Twitter. Funding secured. And then, like, immediately gets banned because he he uh, he was doing ban invasion. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's uh, people are freaking out about the whole Twitter thing. It's like, who cares? It's not a real place. Why are you guys? I don't know. But because it's it the only place the FGC can actually fight. OK, yeah, for real Come on now. It is the greatest. Fight. You said is, that last week, right? You, you said, or two yeah. weeks ago, you was like, it's the best, it's the greatest fighting game the FGC has ever known. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Come on now. 
Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2 has no rollback. So the only way people can naturally have fun on, in in fighting games, they just put all their beef on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the true absorb net code. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pringle, or not Pringle, Broken. Pringle to do. <laughs> Broken, what are we playing uh, last week? I have so many games. You do. Games. You got a bunch of games. I only have one. I played in Beat Journey, which won Game of the Year in 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. one of those years. Listen, I think Journey's a good game. I played it, took me like two hours. Fun game. It's a walking simulator. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just, maybe it's because people really hype this game as being like one of the greatest things ever. And I know I'm like 10 years late to this thing, but I've always known about it. I played it. I do like walking simulators. I think it's a it's an interesting experience. I'll say that, especially when you find other people to play with, just random strangers. I like that's the one thing I really liked at the end is like at the end it'll show you who you played with. One guy I'll never see this guy ever again. His name was Cancer Mancer. It's like it just gives you all the list of people. One guy had a Japanese name and all Japanese, and then a few others, and they're just strangers that you see around the world, which. I don't know how people are still playing Journey in 2022, but I found them. And uh, it's neat. It's a neat game. But to say that it's one of the greatest games of all time, like people have said, I mean, this whole hyperbole of like, oh my God, this is amazing. Well, I mean, it's good, but so it's, I don't know. I think the thing is, is that it, because every time you play Journey, it's a different experience. That's why people enjoy it. And they, they don't. So the beginning and the ending parts of Journey are scripted to be the same, but like the journey towards yeah. the end apparently is like always different. So that's why people enjoy it. Cause it's like the point of journey is not the destination, but it's the journey that you had to get to the destination. Yeah. I mean, and I think other people joining your game makes the journey interesting. And I do like the fact that there's a segment in the game spoilers that literally shows you your journey. Like in this section, you met a person in this section you did solo or whatever. And it's a neat game. I like it. I think it's a cool experience, but I, I wasn't like so enamored with it. We're like, this is better than every game that has come out during the year of 2013 or 2012, whenever one game of the year, because I don't know. I just, it, it didn't hit me. And I love walking simulators. I think they're fun games, but Have I... Have you thought about the sequel to Journey? Which is? Uh... I know the company made it's a there's a game it's it was on mobile then they brought it to Nintendo Switch. Let me see. I thought this was a standalone experience. I know that that game company has made a bunch of these type of experience-ish games where they're not exact games. They're like yeah, experiences. Uh I think what is it? The uh something Swan is like an experience and mm-hmm. uh I forgot what it was, but The thing is, because it's been behind a wall, and that wall being Sony, I haven't owned the Sony machine in a long time, even during the 360 era. That's what the game was called. It's called Sky. Sky. That was that came after Journey. Yeah, so it came after Journey, and it's it's a spiritual successor to Journey. Hmm. Where basically the way Sky works is that it's very. So, because it's a mobile game, it's very like mobile esque. Like it has the mobile esque. Oh, it's on mobile. Now. Yeah. So, um, it has the microtransactions and all that. But what I think is interesting about it is that the way they do the storytelling, and it's basically a, a story of like life. Hmm. 
Like, Interesting. I have not heard started, of this. You start as a young child. You know, you go to your teenage years where you're like, I'm the, I'm doing the best I can. Right. And then you become an old man and, you know, like, journey's over. Let me rest, you know. Hmm. I'll have to look at that. But yeah, anyway, Journey was cool. Is it is it a game that I was like just in awe of or speechless? No, but it's a fun game. Hey, I got it on sale. I bought a bunch of indie games on sale. I'll play them eventually. Inside, mm -hmm. Limbo, Journey. I got them all for under 10 bucks combined. So Not bad deal. Not yeah. a bad deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'll play them on Steam. Hey, man, if a game comes to my platform of choice like steam and it's a good deal i'll get it i'll play it so that's me that's my games uh what have you been playing you got a bunch here so i've been playing guilty gear strive and melty blood type lumina because i gotta get ready for melty uh for combo breaker right uh i've been playing vampire vampire the masquerade blood hunt i think it's an interesting battle royale it's not the same battle royale like every other battle royale yeah there's some interesting mechanics that makes it unique so, for example, in solo queue, uh, you're not immediately destroyed the moment you die. You have a, you have a life. You have two lives. Mm -hmm. And then there's certain humans that you can feed on that give you an extra life. So, like, if you lose a life, you can go and feed on this human to get another life. But the way that feeding works is very interesting in Vampire the Masquerade, Blood Hunt. So, for example, um, you can't feed on a human if there's multiple humans in the area, unless they're all looking in different directions, mm. because if you do feed on, if like somebody catches you feeding on somebody, right. They'll report it to the conclave. And then you're like blood hunted. And now everyone knows where you are for like 60 seconds. So you gotta be stealthy. And then you also have the, yeah. And then you also have the NPCs will come in who will also hunt you down to kill mm. you. So like everyone's after you for like 60 seconds. So like it's, so, like, while it's beneficial to feed on humans because they give you, like, certain stat buffs, you know, it's also, it's like... It's a risk. Yeah, it's a risk. There's a huge risk to it. So, I thought that was really fun because it was like, oh, there's a different, like, you know, different mechanics to the blood, uh, to the game. To and the Battle Royale. Hey, shout-outs to Moose, to my old roommate. He brought this up to me. He was like, hey, y'all should try this. It's actually... He was saying the same thing you are. He was saying this is a different take on a Battle Royale. So, yeah, it's free, too, right? So, I can try it for yeah, free. It's free. Yeah, free. Mm -hmm. I uh, I also another battle royale I started was Fortnite zero build mode. Surprisingly, when you remove the building aspects of Fortnite and you're just straight up fighting, it's just a looter shooter at that point, right? Kinda, and it's it's fun because it's like mm -hmm. you don't have as soon as you shoot somebody, they're not just building something up. Are the, the are the emotes like, are the emotes still a part of the game? People still dancing on you? Yeah, so ah. people are still dancing on you, but. But I will admit, zero build mode is really fun. It's 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 really fun. It got me back into Fortnite. I was like, okay, you know what? I'll give it a go, but only zero build mode. I will not play normal. I cannot zero build mode for Fortnite is the boomer version of Fortnite. All the zoomers are playing build mode with emotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's funny, too, because I actually go on Twitter every now and then because I'm a Twitter monster. Mm -hmm. And every boomer will be like, you know, zero build mode is the greatest mm -hmm. thing ever made. And I'm like, yeah, that's a boomer. That's a boomer. And then anyone who's like, I don't like zero build mode. They're like the most zoomer person who like just builds everything. And I'm like, you I know, see what this did. The the boomer timeline starting to change, too, because if you're like born in 97, you're, you're considered a boomer now. Like 2002 is like the zoomer age now. <laughs> We're so old. 
Oh, no. No, it's 1995. And the last thing you got on here, Final Fantasy XIV, of course, went, like, who doesn't play this game? Yeah, exactly. I started a new thing. So there's a, uh, there's a game mode in Final Fantasy XIV called Blue Mage. It's, a, it's not a class, per mm-hmm. se. So, like, so there's certain classes, and they're all balanced for PvP and PvE. But Blue Mage is not. And because it's not balanced, they make it so that you can't ever play current content as a blue mage. Okay, that's so they, fair. They level gate it. They level gate it because it's so OP. Mm-hmm. But you have to gather all this OP spells, right? And you can play blue mage solo. Like you can go, you can go to dungeons where you like they allow you to play. So like the current level in FF14 is ninety, and the current blue mage level is seventy. So you can go and you can do all the level 50, 60, 70 dungeons solo as a blue mage and you just breeze through it. Nice. And like you can get all your spells, you can do all the level 50, 60, 70 raids, hard raids and all that, like trials, all that as blue mage. And it's kind of fun getting all the spells. But there are some moments where you it's so difficult because like certain things that blue mages don't have readily available is like a raise. So, like, if someone dies, you're just like, oh, god dang it, now yeah. we're going to have to restart. You ever felt, uh, before we get to some fighting game news here, but I felt when, back when I used to play MMOs, and the new classes, it's kind of like fighting game DLC, you know, how new characters always come out and they're really strong compared to, like, legacy characters or base roster characters. When new characters used to come out in MMOs, and specifically the one that I keep referring back to is Maple Story, because I played it the most back in the day. I remember when they kept bringing out these new characters and they were really powerful, really strong, not game-breaking powerful, but powerful enough where they could solo the MMO experience. And I was like, damn, I remember I picked up one of these characters. It was called Dual Blade and it was so much better than playing a regular Thief class. And I got to like, you know, a really high level, at least back then. And... You know what I felt? It was an MMO, and I was playing a powerful character just soloing everything. I was like, it's lonely at the top. What's the point of playing an MMO without any people if you're just doing everything on your own? I'm playing a single-player single experience in, a, in an MMO. It felt wrong, so I went back to playing the old That class. is true. But the, the good thing about playing Blue Mage, though, in FF14 is they somehow found a way to balance it. So, like, if you do trials and extremes and all that as a Blue Mage... If you sync it up, you, you you're not doing enough damage. Okay, you're doing only like the certain amount of damage that you would have done at that time, right? Because yeah. they have all the spells have potency, so they like even if you're doing like high potency damage things, because you synced it, you're it goes down to the level, and a lot of bosses will have like immunities to certain things. So like, there's a lot of blue mage spells that will literally one touch kill something, mm-hmm. and bosses are immune to those so you still have a challenge and like one of the cool things is that they have uh they have blue mage challenges where basically you go and you take a you take a whole party of blue mages to do content synced together so like and it it all depends on like how you build your blue mage so like because blue mages you can only have 24 spells you know Mm -hmm. so you you have to figure out what spells Per person, you want to take. And Are all like, the spells blue? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not blue. 
All right, Brogan, we can so talk about Final Fantasy fun. 14 forever, but this is a fighting game yeah, podcast. Yeah, we, we, we should get to it because uh, people will start yeah. throwing you know, virtual tomatoes at me. Um, yeah, and the last thing is... Oh, yeah, Overwatch 2 beta. How are you yeah, liking that? I like it and don't like it. I like it because it's not Overwatch 1, and it's very scrambly. I don't like it because it's still Overwatch. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I saw some people talking about it on It's much more Twitter. enjoyable. So, like... If someone asked me, hey, let's play Overwatch, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. If it's Overwatch 2. If it's Overwatch 1, I'm still going to say no. Okay. <laughs> but if it's Overwatch 2, I'd be okay with playing it. All right. Neat. As far as podcast corrections, we don't have any this week. We got lucky. And yeah, that's pretty much it for the early wrap of the show. Now we can get to some news. Round one FGC News. Talk about the big news in the FTC today. All right. All right. Let's, so, let's let me let me yeah. let me finish my hyping up of this. What we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is as you know, there's been some talks on the internet, on the interwebs, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. There hasn't everywhere. been any talk on Facebook. Get out of here. <laughs> Nobody talks on Facebook. Nobody talks about fighting <laughs> games. On Facebook, but this this is big um, because this was all broken. This is a big news item because this was almost, in my opinion, a historical moment in fighting games that I don't remember has ever been done. And I kind of want to break this down and get your opinion at the end of this because this is uh, pretty interesting. I call this ban-worthy. Is it ban-worthy? I don't know. So... February 24th, 2022 will be a day Dragon Ball Fighters players will know forever as it marks the official release of Android 21 lab coat. And it is all the community has been talking about synth as, as you said on Twitter, not on Facebook, but definitely on Reddit and uh, some other places. According to the quote unquote pundits around the Dragon Ball Fighters scene, lab coat is an extremely powerful character with no known weaknesses as of yet outside of some very difficult Moves to react to, including an overhead and many, many lows. One of the biggest criticisms over lab coats strengths has to do with an easily accessible super that is a 21% permanent damage reduction to her opponent and a 21% damage increase to her special moves. That super is an unblockable command grab that only costs lab coat one bar of meter. I don't even play Dragon Ball Fighters, and that is cheap. <laughs> that is so cheap. Yep. Now, after many conversations on Twitter, the Dragon Ball Fighters community submitted a poll run by Twitter user Callimac. Shout outs to Callimac. Callie underscore Mac on Twitter. Go, go shout him out. Mm-hmm. And over 1,400 votes, 61% said ban the character for majors and 39% said let her rock. In more recent news, on April 29, 2022, Rick DeHado, you all know him, head man for both Combo Breaker, a tournament Broken Wing, will be visiting shortly. And Evo announced on Twitter... I will hopefully be trying to be attending as well. Oh yeah, you're going to both. Sweet. So maybe you can go up to, to Rick and, and tell him, hey, why'd you do this? Because this is what he said on Twitter. Dragon Ball Fighters players, we are receiving Lab Coat 21, or we are reviewing Lab Coat 21 being in play for Combo Breaker 2022. We do not. Ha- we have not made a decision, but we will update you officially next week. This was on April 29th. Now, on May 2nd, 2022, Bandai Namco Esports official Twitter tweeted this. 
We're currently working on the game balance update, including Android 21 Labcode DLC, which was released on February 24th, 2022. The details of the release time will be announced at a later date. We hope for your continued support of Dragon Ball Fighters. Now, that was May 2nd. On May 5th, which is today, Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, bro. Mm -hmm. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, I forgot to get beer. Oh, well. oh no, that's okay. But instead of beer, you're going to hold this tweet by Rick the Hado because he went back to Twitter saying, Labcoat 21 will continue to be playable in our tournament this year. End quote. And in a reply to the comments on that same thread, Rick also said, while I'm hopeful the patch will alleviate what I consider, consider valid community concerns, our decision was not impacted by it. End quote. Dragon Ball Fighters was almost a game to make history here with a community-driven tournament ban, as this is not something we have seen in fighting games for quite some time or ever. Because I couldn't think of an example, but then again, I am not a fighting game historian. Maybe somebody out there could uh, shed some light on this. But I, I do uh, have some examples. Two characters that were banned. So, for example, in Brawl, they banned Mennonite because... We're talking fighting Mennonite games here, No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so in, Meta, uh, in Brawl, Mennonite had this wonderful thing where he could just continuously, like, up Tornado, right? Mm -hmm. And so he could just fly, he could just bring you to the sky, he can stall, he can do whatever. Like, he was the one-trick pony, Okay. Okay, so that's on the Smash side. No wonder I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's on the Smash side. There's other characters that were banned. So in Street Fighter 2's case, Akuma is banned because Akuma has the has like just a cheap character. And they he's still a cheap character even in the newest version of Street Fighter 2, the hmm. HD recollections. When they tried to balance Akuma to be playable, the community still said that he's banned because even the rebalances are not good enough to make him a playable character. So he's okay. still considered permanent banned. Okay, so uh, scratch that, what I said earlier, because I guess this is not so rare, if those are the examples. But there are some those other are, examples of characters. Those are just two examples in, like, yeah. years of us playing fighting games, though. So it's not a very... It is very, like... It's a, a rarity. It's a rarity. Yeah, it's a rarity. It's not, like, a first time in history, but it's not, like, a, a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have some other examples of characters being banned in fighting games, but this usually has to do with either game-breaking bugs, which were not by design by the developer. For example, Akiha's Infinite and Melty Blood Type Lumina, which just came out, which was discovered in October of 2022. The verdict for tournaments was for Akiha players to be capped to two revolutions of the infinite before having to drop the combo because they had a tournament they didn't get the patch out in time to get rid of the infinite. So Tio's just said, hey, you can do the loop up to two times and then drop it. Because she could she could timer scan with it. So that was the most recent one that I could remember. Other examples of strong characters out of the gate in fighting games in recent years are these. Leroy Smith, of course, Tekken 7, a character that dominated Evo Japan, holding 6 out of the 8 top 8 spots and 33 out of the top 128 spots in the tournament. So he was very, very strong. Uh, Kobu mm -hmm. Jutsu variation of Tanya in Mortal Kombat X, a character that was extremely strong upon release, capturing 
four out of the eight spots at CEO 2015. And CEO 2015 is a big tournament and to take four spots. And she was also, um, I don't remember exactly how many spots she was in top 128, but quite a few. And uh, of course, now we have Lab Coat 21 and Dragon Ball Fighters taking six out of eight spots in the top eight of Texas Showdown 2022. A very, very so, powerful character. So Sejam, uh, Sejam made a very funny like video, which became a funny picture tweet, which mm-hmm. is basically the current meta in the top three fighting games is Lab Coat 21. Everyone hates at Lab Coat 21. Right. In Guilty Gear Strive, it's Happy Chaos. And in Street Fighter V, it's Luke. And so what's going on is that Happy Chaos has gotten all three of them in his car. And you got Luke out here asking if he could play his music on the aux cable. Because you know how Happy Chaos, when he wins, he pulls out his car and he just drives away. Yeah. So all three of the top tiers are in the Happy Chaos car driving away, getting away with everything. Just for uh, Sajam's sake, he should put soul in there in the beginning of guilty gear strive and have a little text bubble saying can we talk about the nuance here remember when sajam was trying to defend a close slash with, with fucking you know soul? what's funny you know what's funny is that i have been on twitter and the discourse between happy chaos bullshit shenanigans versus soul bad guy bullshit shenanigans is man i kind of miss old school guilty gear strive when soul was number one when soul was top tier yeah, when Soul was top tier, it wasn't as bad as it is now with Happy Chaos being top tier. Right. So after reading all this, right, so she was almost banned. Rick almost pulled the trigger on banning this character, right? The Dragon Ball Fighters community did not want her being played in majors, but now that she's a part of many teams, he didn't want the switch up to be so close to the tournament. I got a question for you. Go ahead. In, in this case where it's a character that is very strong, doesn't seem to have too many weaknesses, if any, are you pro or against a, a band specifically for a competitive major tournament? doesn't have to be a, a, a lobby night, doesn't have to be an online gathering. A competitive offline tournament where you paid your hard-earned money to enter, are you pro or against the ban? depends so if this was like a 1v1 game like strive or you know street fighter or something like that Mm -hmm. if that character is just the character like there is no other option right i would sway into the yes category i'd still say no like let them rock but i'd be if if people so many people say hey we we're not playing them i'd be okay with it because it's 1v1, right? Yeah. So there's no other option. So it's either you pick this character or you, you just lose. But in a team game like Dragon Ball, no. And the only reason why I say that is because while, yes, she's powerful, she's not the only character that you're going to have on your team. So you can always build a... Re- like, characters are going to be building around certain characters. So, like, on in 3v3 and 2v2 games and all that... In team-based games, no. I don't really want to ban a super powerful pick because there's other characters you have to keep in mind with. Yeah, you, you know? got to account for. So you, so you agree with Rick's decision here? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I agree with Rick's decision. Again, there was more BS that we had to deal with in Marvel vs. Capcom, okay? And then, like, if if the old heads in, Mar- in MVC, like, let, you know, that stuff rock, then, for one... 
I think the Dragon Ball community can let that rock as well. I understand that I don't know Dragon Ball fighters and like I don't have the nuance of how she so I've heard both sides too, because I've I've also listened. I'm one of those people that I like to get both sides of the argument, so I'm double wrong on right. both accounts. <laughs> so I've heard the reason why people don't like Android 21 isn't because of the fact that she's super powerful. It's the fact that her command grab makes the game last longer. Yep. And it's an already a long ass game to play. Like it's it takes a long time for a match in Dragon Ball Fighters to go over. It does. So That's like, been the case forever, too. Yeah, exactly. So now you have a character that just extends the time of the game because she debuffs your character, mm -hmm. which means now it's going to take you longer to get through your enemy's team. So now the game went from like, what, a minute and 30 seconds to now a minute and 90 seconds. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah, that, I that's been it. a sentiment. That's definitely been a sentiment online that I've seen is that the game is already slow paced as far as the match just ending and now you take mm -hmm. a 21% debuff so it's harder to kill her and harder to kill other characters because now that character is debuffed so yeah you'll have grand finals taking you know 45 minutes an because without a yeah, reset an extra 45 minutes exactly so i'm i'm kind of on the same page with you i kind of agree with the decision uh, but then again, I could have been swayed either way. I could have been like, had they banned her, I'd been like, okay, I could see why. But I'm also not, I saw some people very disappointed in his decision not to ban the character. And, um, I think maybe if you're really in the trenches of Dragon Ball Fighters and that whole scene, I could, I could understand, but I would also hate yeah, to, to see people just switch up their team just because some people are complaining about the character being overpowered, which she is. But that's just kind of the hand you're dealt, and people were dealt that hand with Tanya in 2015, dealt that hand with Leroy in 2020. Just kind of is what it is. And also, like, if you think about it, people have been training with this character for tournament, and yeah. then you're going to tell them, nope, you're not allowed to use that character, like, a week before. Like, I think, here's the biggest problem with the, the whole thing of banning it. Do not do it a month before the tournament. Like, if you're going to if you're going to do bans, I think three months. Give them three months. So that way, if the character is on your team and they are banned, you at least have three months to learn a new character at the very least so that you can at least familiarize yourself with somebody before you go into tournament. Because if you give them a week, that's a week of learning a new character. You're, that's not enough time. Well, you're kind of screwed. It takes a while to discover how much of a potential a character has, how strong they are. And I think we got that showing at Texas Showdown. But this character came out February 24th. Combo Breaker is May 25th. So, mm -hmm. or May 27th, something like that. 27th. Yeah. So are you telling me that where you would have been in favor of, regardless of whether people knew she was very strong or not, when this character came out, do you think... Combo Breaker should have made the announcement. Well, because she's within that three-month timeline, she is banned for Combo Breaker. Without even knowing I, that she's OP. No, because Dragon Ball Fighters isn't one of those complex... The complexity of Dragon Ball Fighters is not the characters, it's the nuance around what the characters do. Mm -hmm. So, like, learning a character in Dragon Ball Fighters isn't as complex as you think. Yeah, It's what the character does in relationship with the other characters 
and how mix-up heavy the game is, that's what's the complexity of Dragon Ball Fighters. So therefore, like learning a character in that game isn't that hard. It's learning what the character does in the game and how it affects the game is what's the hard part. Yeah. So I think banning somebody that that close to the game would be very detrimental. And also, again, I'm not very ban heavy. Like, I don't really enjoy bans. I think that instead of banning a character, like, probably buff other characters to give that character, uh, other characters a chance to shine. Right. I don't like banning characters because banning characters then removes an aspect of fun and, like, a creativity. Like, I, I, as I play, I play Guilty Gear Strive. I get Happy Chaos is a fucking nightmare to deal with, okay? I get it. Like, he doesn't let you play the game. He mm-hmm. literally just doesn't let you play the game. But again, he's also one of those aspects of, like, when he came out, no one knew how to play him. Everyone's like, time. this character is the for weakest sure. character in the game. Yeah. So he went from, this character is the weakest character of the game, to this character is so strong and will not let you play the game. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think uh, I'm okay with the no ban for lab coat. I do believe, even though Rick said that that did not impact the decision to not ban the character, I do believe that that May 2nd announcement by Bandai Namco, where they came out as like, hey, we're going to balance this character. We'll just let you know when. I do mm-hmm. think that them saying that did impact the decision, despite the fact that he said it didn't. And I think he's just going to let it rock because people were counting on lab coat being a part of their team at Combo Breaker. So he didn't want to disrupt that in any case. But uh, no, it's, you know, also, it's interesting for sure. Also, to be fair, I don't know when that patch is coming. That patch that's could true. come out on the 29th. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like when the tournament's over. Yeah. And I guarantee you, even if that patch came on the 24th, I don't believe that Combo Breaker would probably choose to apply it at the tournament. It's probably too cl- too close. So they would more than likely go with the previous version and then tournaments afterwards would apply the patch if that were the case. But either way, I'm okay with the decision. And that's that's all. That's all we got for the news. Just one topic or just one item. But now, finally, we got a good one. We can get to topic of the week. Round two, topic of the week. Broken. This is this is this is fun. This is I I really like this. This might be my favorite topic of the week ever. In all honesty, it took fifty two episodes of FGC Hollywood to to reach my favorite, but this might be it. This is a for a slow news week. I think this will be fun for the listeners and people that are listening. I think this would be a fun exercise to do if you got a group of friends that are a part of fighting games. Why not do this with them? Maybe Hollywood can join in later on after they listen to this podcast, but. Uh, yeah, this is a fun little exercise. So since it's been a slow week, and we've already talked about what we don't like about fighting games in the last two weeks, let's uh, spice... Go talk about what we love yeah. about fighting. Let's spice some things up. Simulate a draft featuring fighting game characteristics. And really, this is FGC. So this is the FGC Hollywood draft. And uh, the rules are pretty simple, but follow me here. So we go back and forth on categories and we can pick whichever thing we want, but what we don't pick can be taken off the board by the other person. For example, if one person picks Japanese voice lines, the other person is stuck with English voice lines only. However, there's a caveat here. Mm -hmm. Categories can be double dipped. So 
if I pick Japanese voice lines and then Broken picks a different category, I can go back and pick English voice lines and now he has neither. So yep. that's the fun part about the draft. We have a bunch of categories here. I have a list here of my most important list of uh, my priority, but we're going to do some fun stuff. Now, you know, bro... Because on Discord, your camera is very shaky. Like, I oh, couldn't yeah. see it, so I'm going to wait. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's I'm okay. not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, we have a bunch of categories. I have a list of priority. You have a list of priority, but we're going to do... We're, it's, it, things are going to shake up because I, I believe you and I have different types of selections when it comes to fighting games. Now, there's another caveat here. We are mm -hmm. allowed one trade. One trade broken. So... For example, and I was going to random this, but it's okay. Well, I, I am, since I am uh, a gracious, whatever, drafter, I am giving you first pick, and then we'll alternate. Oh, you're giving me yes. first pick? You Aww. get first pick, so you'll go first, I'll go second, so on and so forth. But the one caveat for this draft, we can do one trade. Meaning, if, for example, if you want pick two and four, you can be like, hey, Mac, I'll give you the number one pick, but you got to give me two and four. That means that you would be able to pick two, three, and four if I accept. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little stingy with picks, so I don't know that I'll accept every trade. But if it's enticing enough and you give me a trade that I'm willing to accept, then I might go for it. Same thing with you. I might offer you something depending on how the board shakes up. But we have a few categories here. I'm just want to. I'm going to read them off to people and then we can start the draft. So uh, you, you, I'll give you some time to think about your pick if you want to make any changes. But uh, let's let's read this category. So category number one is game. So the the selections there are favorite game or second favorite game, and we'll talk about our individual picks uh, here in a bit. Once we pick them, obviously we'll just talk about which game it would be in theory. Uh, the next one is developer relationship, which one is attentive, the other is not. <laughs> Uh, characters, favorite character, second favorite character, and then there is a bit of a curveball thrown in there. Least favorite character, but hella top tier. So that's a selection as well. Stages, favorite stage, second favorite stage, soundtrack, same thing, favorite, second favorite, theme, same thing, uh, character color or costume. So this is either your favorite character color or you're stuck with default character color or costume. For netcode, we have three selections. Rollback, delay, and absorb. Voice lines, as I mentioned, voice. There's English and Japanese. I know there are other voice lines out there, but for fighting games, those are the two most common. Story mode, drive style, aka movie, which is also Mortal Kombat style, or Undernight style, which is visual novel. Tutorial, interactive or text-based. So TFH would be interactive, text-based would be Undernight, Persona, all those. Arcade mode, do you want it too hard or not hard enough? Those are the two options Ooh, there. That's a, that's a very interesting pick. Yes. Training mode, you get replay record function or in-game frame data. That, that's, I think that's going to be a pick that's going to be very important in this draft because we might want both of them, and I, I'm, I really wonder how high that's going to be on your list. <laughs> Player base, small, meaning no real offline tourneys, or big at every major. So think Melty Blood, Old Melty, or Dragon Ball Fighters. That, that's the type of uh, communities that you're looking there. Community online, so meaning your type of people that you talk to online. The platform, 
Is it via Discord? So Discord group or Reddit forum? Group. So yeah. And then we got four more categories here: discourse, informative discourse, or Twitter takes. That's going to be an interesting pick there. Content, uh, but video meaning so this is video content. Is it Panda Global only, or Core A Gaming only? That's oh my gosh, this is a very good video <laughs> one. That's I a swear, one. if you pick the one from me, I'm gonna probably trade on that one. Okay, yeah, I might have to trade as well. Uh, and and then content <laughs> stream content. So is it creators or is is it attorneys? That's uh that's an also a big one because I think I know which one I lean towards. And then the final one, podcast, coffee and combos, or triple KO. I didn't want to put FGC Hollywood because that's cheating. Also, we can't really listen mm. to ourselves. I mean, I guess you could technically, but I don't. <laughs> but I, uh, I kind of do every now and then. Like I'll just I'll just put it on like, okay. while I'm doing something. But uh, I just put those two because they're fresh in my mind. Those are the ones that I usually listen to when it comes to fighting games. Mostly coffee and combos, but triple KO every you now and then. You know what? Because we have three on on the uh, the the uh what is it the the ne internet oh. one for how you play netcode uh-huh i got you are you adding one yep <laughs> wait which one is it? i don't see it oh ultra chen tv for podcast oh my god nobody's picking that shit <laughs> <laughs> it's a it, you have to pick it so we'll figure out who, who gets oh the, man the, okay 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 all right, um, Broken, you have the honor. You have the first overall pick in the FGC Hollywood draft. You are on the clock. This pick is yours, and I will highlight whatever you pick so we know that that has been picked. So go ahead, my friend. Well, I will pick character. You're going character. Yep, I'm going favorite character. Okay, favorite character. This is going to you. Now, uh, you put Kagura as your favorite character from Blaze Blue. Explain to me why do you like Kagura? I think Kagura is very interesting. He's a charge-based character, but he's also like a stance-based character, which is kind of like Leo Whitefang. But why I like Kagura more is I like his attitude. His like, I like that he's his personality is just okay. demeanor, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his demeanor, personality, and also he is very swag combo esque. Like when you see a good Kagura player playing Kagura, like. There's some swag combos that he do he does. So it's really fun to not only play him. He's powerful. He makes you feel powerful even if you're not playing him optimally. And he's really fun to play. Okay. That's good. Um just to disclose, you know, to show my cards on the table. Uh favorite character was my second overall pick. So that uh, had you not picked the favorite character, that would have been my next pick. But uh yeah, it makes sense that that goes off the board right away. Now, I have the second pick in the draft. Uh I think this is a no-brainer. You took character. I will take favorite game, and that will be my pick, which uh, by no surprise, I talk about this every week, I believe. And uh, favorite game is for me is Persona 4 Arena Ultimax just because it's recency bias. It's fresh in my mind. So I will go favorite game, and that is my first round pick, as you kind of call it. So that's the second overall pick. Now you have the third overall pick. That's, this is yours. What do you got? overall pick actually that, that was your third okay yeah so yeah we so both I'm took gonna... very high high picks of where i thought they were going to go so i'm going to take my second overall pick now which is favorite stage you're taking favorite stage oh man um that's a good one that's a good one i knew some of these categories would go off right away and that makes sense your favorite stage here you wrote down capcom versus snk2 london stage 
Sorry, I am a big fan of true love that we're making, okay? Now, here's where things gets interesting. The favorite stage on my board was the number ninth pick as far as priority. So here we go, Broken. This is how the draft is unfolding with... Are you about to do a trade right now? We haven't even started no, no, yet. No, 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 no. Not, not yet, because this is a very important pick. I mean, I have to go with it. So my second overall pick, I have to do it to you, Broken. I'm so sorry. I am going with rollback netcode. I am taking rollback netcode off the, off the board. That is my <laughs> second overall pick, and I don't even have to explain that one. That one is... Uh, you have to go with it. So now I have Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. In theory, my favorite game plus rollback netcode. I am Ooh. set. I am set. Netcode <laughs> for me is pretty low, so I'm probably going to get screwed over. Oh man, that's rough. Oh okay. Well, um, pick number four. Let's see. All right. Well, since we haven't picked my number three pick yet, I'm going to go. And I'm sorry. I hate to do this for to you, but I'm taking the second favorite game now. Second Which favorite is, game? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm taking both off the list. Okay. Hey, that makes, that, you know, that makes sense. So second favorite game is off the list. And for you, that is uh, Capcom versus SNK. So you're staying similar with the, with the, uh, the stage selection. I, I appreciate mm -hmm. it. I like it. It's consistent. Okay. So let me look at my draft board here because this is starting to get to the nitty gritty a little bit because I don't remember... I think you're going to be surprised by this pick, to be honest. Oh, Go man. for it. You know what? I'm making an audible here because I didn't think you were going to pick. I didn't think you were going to pick stage so early. So I think I can I can give a pick here. And you know what, Broken? I, I, I'm sorry, but I got to do this to you. Ooh, no, that's tough, actually. No, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Broken, I am going favorite Go favorite soundtrack. Favorite soundtrack. It oh. is locked in. <laughs> I'm taking it. Oh. Which for You're me, the soundtrack? favorite soundtrack. I'm sorry, I got to do it to you. So now I have my favorite game with rollback netcode and my best tunes. I think I'm I'm rocking this draft oh. out of the park, uh, or knocking this draft out of the park. Anyway, my favorite soundtrack is uh, Guilty Gear Plus R. I think that soundtrack is so great. There's not a song in there outside of Robokai that I don't like. It's uh, it's all great. I have to give it to you. It's uh, or I have to take it. Sorry, I, I'm sorry that I have to do it to you. To a real guilty gear fan, but I'm taking uh -huh. favorite soundtrack off the board with pick number. I guess it's my third pick. I think, but uh, yeah, pick your overall four, so overall pick number five, right? Yeah, you got, will, you got pick number six. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swap some things around now. Okay, I'm gonna go and take the racist absorb base net. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That is interesting. You are taking Absorb Netcode with the sixth overall pick. Who would have thought Absorb would have gone so high? <laughs> what a well, crazy here's draft. the thing. Here's the thing. I need a netcode, and since you took Relvac, I get. I guess I will take Absorb. I'll yeah, take another one. You know? Yeah, that's. I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Um, now I'll take a pick that I was going to take a pick before. So. With the number seventh pick overall, uh, this might shock you. I'm going with Japanese voice lines for okay for voice lines and uh i just i can't stand english voice lines to be honest i don't really like them in most games but which is funny because my my next pick would be english wow so look at I that it worked out english. it worked out okay so you're taking english it works out it works out everybody's fine i like to listen i like to listen to the nuances in battle 
And like, you don't really get that in with Japanese because they never put subtitles for everything, mm-hmm. including like the shit talking that characters do back and forth in between rounds. Right. So I like to, I like that. So like, there. Also, I can appreciate the new age voice actors. All right. Like, yeah, Guilty I've seen you play English. English yeah. Are, mm-hmm. They're really good. All right. I like Octopimp. Okay. Octopimp is a, he's a, he's got a heart of gold. Okay. As yeah. a, as a high level Potemkin player who voices <laughs> Axel. <laughs> okay. I believe it's the ninth overall pick. And, yep. And it is our, it's both, it is your it's, fifth pick. It's my fifth pick. And, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with uh, same type of theme there. I took soundtrack really high. I am also gonna take favorite theme very high. So that is my oh. lock for the ninth overall pick. And my favorite theme, fighting games all time, is Tekken Three. Forest Law. What a great theme! What a great theme Forest Law has in oh, Tekken man, Three. You took you took the theme. Oh, Dang, man. I was actually kind of wanting the theme. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it to you. I took the best soundtrack and I took the best theme. I'm sorry. So, fun fact for you guys out there in the podcast: my favorite theme was actually Karin's theme mm-hmm. in Street Fighter Five. I like because it's a good one. Funny enough, I thought that that theme was actually Street Fighter Five's theme for the longest time because of how like really good it is. They always play on that and stage. Was, yeah. And so, like, when someone was like, oh, no, that's not the Street Fighter V theme. That's Gotten's theme. I was like, what? That theme is really good. Yeah. Karen for Americans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's Karen. But they even in the English, they'll say Karin. Because mm-hmm, her name is K-A-I, I mean, K-A-R-I-N, not Kareen. K-A-R-E-N. Yeah. All right, Broken, you got pick, right. pick number 10. All righty, then. I got to do it to you. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I'm taking the color. Okay, okay. You know what? I can concede that I pick number 10. As much as I love the the color in Persona 4 Arena, which my favorite color is Shomi Nozuki's color number 10, the uh, Personalist version, I'm okay. I'm okay making that trade-off. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your favorite color. So, I used to play Guilty Gear Accent Core on my PS Vita. Mm-hmm. And it had this color, and I didn't even know that this color was locked for the longest time because I used to always pick this color. And what it is, I know it's an Edgelord color. It's basically Kai with a black suit on with green highlights and his hair is green and his sword is glowing green. So That's cool. I like that color because it's like black and green and it has like this nice like neon look to it. They've, ma- they've made glowing. mods for it too, right? For Strive and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. They they have made uh, strive mods for it, but like I love that color because it's one of those few colors in accent core. I mean, yeah, in accent core that is like neon esque, like it glows and stuff. And not only that, it's it's a very nice like two color like thing. So it's not over polished. It's not like too much, you know. Like there's some colors in accent core that are like okay, there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. It's simple, nice, clean. And it's got a glow effect. Everyone loves glowing. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Uh, I that's a neat color. Um, so I believe it's pick number eleven. It's my pick. And since you snagged favorite character, I will now go with uh, second favorite character. I will take this okay. pick at number eleven, which my second favorite character would be Vice from the King of Fighters. Uh, I didn't I didn't talk about it when you took your favorite character Kagura, but my favorite character that I put on there was Akatsuki from. Uh, Katsuki Blitzcamp, and uh, I'm taking Vice 
from, or I'm taking my second favorite character in the category. Pick number eleven. That is uh that is my number eleven pick. You're you're on the clock with number twelve. What do you got? Okay, who uh, uh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm going to take. All right, you know what? This is gonna be a off meta pick. Okay. I'm going to take content videos and i'm sorry i'm um, sorry i have to do it to you but i'm taking corey only okay. videos oh, dude what the fuck i should have taken that i'm stuck with panda <laughs> i think I'm, i think i might make you draft panda to be honest <laughs> you're gonna have to give me a lot to give for panda i'm sorry i i can appreciate a good panda video but they're not as like memorable and as like evergreen as Corey videos. I can go back and watch a Corey video right now and be happy. All right, man, that is that is rough. Okay, that was it. That's why I said it's an off-meta pick. That sucks. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to do this to you now because even though it's not on my board, I Ooh. I gotta I gotta call an audible here. I with with the 13th pick, I am taking training mode replay and record functionality. I am taking okay. that. So that is going to be important you to me. What? You know what? I'm fine with this. Okay. I'm fine with this. All right. All right. So. Number 14 on the clock. I'm going to take least favorite character, but hella top. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Where is that? Let me highlight that. There it is. So, Broken, we've gotten to the stage here where I believe I can offer you a trade and <laughs> I, oh. I think, I think you might want to take it, but okay. let's, let's see. I am offering you my next pick, which if you don't take this trade will be this interactive tutorial Ooh. or you can give me the next two picks that you have. For this pick, which would you choose? I am a very interactive tutorial person, <laughs> so you knew I was going to take that. Yes. Alrighty then. So you can will... you can swap pick number fifteen, which is mine, but then I take sixteen and eighteen from you, which means okay. I pick sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You're back on the clock at nineteen. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? You're taking it. I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. Okay. All right. So I will give you the interactive tutorial. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see if I can find it because I lost it. There it is. Okay. So that means Ooh. I get three straight picks. Yours, mine, and then yours after that. Or four straight picks, right? right? right is that how it works? No. No, no. Uh, that, it would be, it'd be the same way you said it was three. Yeah, yeah. Three, three picks. Three get picks. your pick, then my pick, yeah. then your pick. Okay. Because I took your pick. So... With your next pick, let me see. Let me check my board here. Which uh, so you, you would, yeah. Your your yeah. my next pick would be what yours okay. now. Yeah. So I am gonna take stream content tourneys with that pick. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a big one. And then with my pick, which would have been in that position, I am gonna take podcast coffee and combos. So that's gonna be there. And this next one is, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do here, but this is kind of hard. You know what? Um, this, 
This may shock you, but I am going to go with arcade mode, and I'm going to go too hard because nothing bothers me with the too easy oh. arcade mode. I, I want the AI to be good so I can get better. So I'm taking too hard <laughs> of an arcade mode. Dang it. I kind of <laughs> want it too hard. So there you go. Oh, man. All righty then. Uh, I just want to oh. give, be, be, before you get going, I, I want to give people the... Uh, just the idea of what the board is looking like before you make your next pick, because we have been kind of rifling through these. So here's what's available right now on the board, which I'm really surprised. Developer relationship. So there's attentive, AKA Arxis style or fuck you, AKA Nintendo style. So that's mm -hmm. still on the board. That's available to be picked. Second favorite stage is still out there. Second favorite soundtrack is still out there. Second favorite theme is available. Default color costume is available. You got delay-based netcode delay, delay net is there. Uh, story mode, which is either movie or visual novel. Tutorial, which is text-based. Arcade mode, not hard enough. Training mode, in-game frame data, which that I'm, I'm surprised that that's still up there. Player base, small or big. Uh, the online community, Discord or Reddit, discourse informative or Twitter takes, which I probably should make a decision there. <laughs> and... Uh, and then we have Panda Global content only, stream content by creators only, and then two podcasts available, Triple KO and Ultra Chen TV. So that's the board. That's so, what's available right now. I'm going to take one of the picks before you take it from me, because I know you're going to pick it from okay. me. All right. I, th I think I know which one this is. Uh, I'm going to take... <laughs> Not Twitter take. Okay. You can... <laughs> It's going to be creators, actually. I want to take oh, creator okay. content. Okay, you're taking... I actually enjoy watching creators make content streams. All right. And uh, I had a feeling if I don't take it, you're going to get both off the board and I'm going to be stuck with just Corey videos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so it's back to me. And you know what? I, this, I've not uh, have paid attention to this category for too long. And I just have to do it. I'm going to go with Attentive Developer, a.k.a. Arxis, or a developer as akin to Arxis, uh, just because that's pretty important to me. So I will go Attentive Developer with this pick. All right. Okay, so I'm going to take the second favorite soundtrack. That's, the, that's, a, that's a good selection. I like it. See, here's the thing. I, I think soundtracks are really highly... Like, I like themes, and I like soundtracks a lot but mm -hmm. like there are moments where it, there's like a moment where like i've heard the song so much i can listen to another song so that's why it's a little bit lower on my list right but still i i can't let you have both okay yeah i can't let you have both i did i did sweep that so uh your favorite second or your second favorite soundtrack is uh old melty which that's a good soundtrack that's a solid solid soundtrack i like it mine was tfh which i i I think that soundtrack is super underrated. TFH's got some bops in there. Also, the cool thing about TFH is that the soundtrack changes with the theme of the other character. Way. Yes, exactly. It's great. It's great. So uh, that's a very good selection there. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty here. Some of these categories aren't too enticing to me personally, but I got to take it. Uh, I saw Broken, I'm so sorry. I got to sweep this. I am taking in-game frame data in training mode. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I swept the training the case, mode category. Yeah, I guess I'm just not going to have training mode in my game. <laughs> well, you'll have a bunk one. 
<laughs> Can't replay. No, no frame data. You're hey, just at doing least shit. you learn how to play the game interactively. Okay, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take second favorite stage. You still got a trade left, by the way. If you ever want to, you know, I still got a trade. I'm, I'm just gonna. What I'm planning on doing is I'm planning on looking at the entire roster and then making my trade. Ah, that's smart. That's smart. See, you're clever. All right. You're taking f- second favorite stage. So second favorite stage. Let's lock that in. So your second favorite stage is Street Fighter Alpha 2 Fields of Fate. That's why it's all dark, right? Yeah, it's all dark. And then like there's grass and it's blowing in the mm-hmm. breeze. Yeah. And like I, I like the simplicity of it. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, just for... People, if, if if I were to pick this uh, category, my second favorite stage was from Tekken 6, Hidden Retreat. It's a, it's a really cool, it's like the temple stage. I really like it. It's got a floor break. Really cool. Floor break and a wall break. Really, really neat stage. Okay. Um, let's see here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, that's uh, uh, Hidden Retreat. That's the, uh, I, I don't know why I got those two confused. Hidden Retreat is the uh, sheep stage. The, the yodel stage. That's a great stage where sheep oh. all over the place. Yodelay, yodelay, yeah. yodelay, <laughs> I was thinking of my second favorite theme, which is the temple. Um, <laughs> okay, here. Let me look at my board, and uh, everything that I had off my board is already taken off, so I gotta make some impromptu picks here. Okay. Let's see. Player base, I think, is important. This course is important, but uh, I think... You know, I am more of like, as far as online community, I am more of a Discord guy than I am a Reddit guy. So I will take, as far as online community, I will take Discord. Oh, you're going to take Discord? I'm sorry. Reddit is so difficult to find anybody on. It is. I mean, there's so many people on Reddit, but like, you don't want to talk to any Reddit. No, no. Crapshoot. All right. All right. You know what? I hate to say it, but... I'm going to take the player base off of you. Okay. And this is going to sound weird. I'm taking the small player base. I think this is, to be honest with you, I think this is the better pick. Uh, I think small player bases are normally a little nicer. I think the community is more encouraging to be around. And I think this is a good Here's pick. The thing. I, I chose small player base because Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 holds a special place in my heart, mm-hmm. okay? So, like, that was a small player base, and every time, and until Strive came out, I was always streaming uh, Rev 2, and I always had, like, somebody on this, the game, and I knew, like, almost half the people that played Guilty Gear Rev 2, so, like, it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I I think that's a great pick. It it doesn't seem like a, like a pick for most people that they would take, because why would they, but... Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, you know, since you took your favorite color, I will take default color costume because okay, I don't want to be stuck with some whack ass color, so I will take default. Just it's uh, I think it's a solid pick, even though some of the default colors in some of these games are aren't great. I don't want to be pick. I don't want to like have somebody like no, you can only pick number ten or whatever, and it sucks. Or <laughs> so oh, I'll take default yeah, costume. Fair. fair. Okay, you know what? I'm going to take. Uh, let's see here. The board's I'm going to take down. story mode. I'm going to take story mode, and I'm going to take 
drive style. Yeah, that's the right choice. That's the right choice there for sure. That is the right choice. I like I like to I like to sit back, relax, and let the story play itself out. You know, I don't like to constantly have to read. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they have auto mode where like the characters will say what they say, but like I don't know. I like the movie more. Hey, I I think that's good. Okay. Um, The board is definitely winding down here. And I think the only one that I can really think of taking is, you know, when it comes to discourse, I'm sorry, Broken, I got to do this. I got to go informative here. I'm taking the informative discourse. You know what? Here's the thing. I actually am a okay with you taking informative discourse because <laughs> I am a Twitter degen <laughs> right. and I was going to take the Twitter takes. <laughs> okay. Is that your next pick? No, that's not my next pick. I okay. knew you weren't going to take it, yeah, though. Yeah, of course. So, because my next pick's actually second favorite theme. That's still on the board? Oh my God. I didn't even see that. Oh, shit. Yes, it is. Oh no! I can't have my I can't have my players playing whack ass music. Okay. Oh no! So that's ah uh, damn! I didn't even know that was on the board. I thought all the top categories were taken. Shit! That what? No. A... You see, this is why I decided not to trade yet. You yeah. see, I like to look at the board. Eagle I'm a very calculated person. So my second favorite theme is uh, Biakio's theme in Undernight. Uh, that would have been my pick had I taken this category. Yours is uh, the Tekken it's Seven really Beach good. Party. The remix, yeah. which is like poolside. I That's like, old school theme. The poolside's the one you start on, and when you break the bridge, you go into the beach, and then that's when you hear the mm, yeah. That's a good one. The kid. Yeah, right. it came with uh, Lydia, I believe. Yep, it did come with Lydia. I yeah, so I had to do. I, though your your second favorite theme is one of my favorite uni songs. Yeah. Okay, so damn, you took that pick. At like pick number twenty something, what a value pick right there! I didn't even see that on the board. I know I can't. I don't know how I let that slide. I could. Sorry, I had. I couldn't let you take both. Okay, yeah. you can't have everything. That's I'm true. sorry. That's true. All right, so man, I don't. I mean, you took Discord from me, so that's, that's true. Yeah, I did take Discord. I mean, that's yeah, that was a good pick. I think. Um, yeah. All right, I guess. You know, this is going to be a weird pick, but it's better than nothing. Some games are still fun to play with shitty netcode. I'm taking delay. I'm taking delay here. Okay. Okay. You know, sometimes a delay can be okay if you play with somebody who's a state away. I mean, most time not. But uh, if all of a sudden I want to play uh, whatever, uh, Million Arthur. All right, let's play some Million Arthur. I get to play some delay-based netcode. Hell yeah. Million Arthur Arcana Blood. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm going to take arcade mode because I haven't had, I don't have an arcade mode. Right. All right. So you're taking, I don't like not, the fact that enough. it's not hard enough. Yeah. Cause like one of the things I liked about Guilty Gear Strive's uh, arcade mode was the fact that like if you, if you really like, you were really winning and you were really like, oh, this is a breeze. Mm. The, the arcade mode gets so progressively harder that it actually at the end of arcade mode. So the whole aspect that like the whole thing that everyone was, was, uh, what was it? Everyone was told was like the cool thing about arcade mode, which was the dual, the ending boss. You had like a character support. Mm-hmm. If you had a breeze and you didn't lose a single round, you don't get that, that player support for the last fight ah. and you have to fight that character by yourself 
and it's not normal. It's a harder version of that character. And then if you beat that character by yourself without losing a single round, you get an exclusive ultra hard version of that character. So I was like, okay, you stole, you stole my pick. And I was like, dang it. So I'm just going (laughs) to, I'll Sorry. take the other one. I need an arcade mode, okay? That's fair. All right, so we only have a few categories that are, uh, that are available here. I think the only one that I guess, I guess you know what, since I don't have a story mode, I, I'll take the visual novel. I'm taking visual novel type style story mode, which by the way, Persona, the, the first Persona, not the second one, had a pretty good one, I thought. So they can Which be okay. Funny, it's just I've a lot of reading. Heard, I've heard, uh... I've heard people say that they like the second story mode better than the first one. Because the first one was like a lot of fluff and like, oh, we have to fight, so we're fighting because we're in a fighting game. So the character stories, I think, are much better than the overall arching story. Um, Labrys and Elizabeth specifically have really good stories. And they're in visual novel form. Obviously, you have to read a lot. Not not a lot of people like doing that. But I don't mind. And, uh, you know, it's not high on my list of priorities as far as what I want in my FGC experience. But... It picked number 20-something. I'm good with it. All right. Well, let's see here. I will take a trade offer from you. Okay. So I know that you want the Corey-only video, okay? I know you do. Okay. All right. I like this. All right. So I will do the in-game frame data for the core only. Man. Would you accept trade offer? You receive core only video. <laughs> I receive I receive in-game frame data. You know would what? you take trade offer? You know what? I think I would re- would have rejected the trade had you tried to take replay and record. Because I do think I like that part in training mode more so than frame data. I'm not that... I love frame data. I think it's fun. I think it's a good tool. But I'm not married to it. And Core, he only uploads once a year. But it's, it's really informative. When he does, it's good. Yeah, when he does. It's you know good. what? I'll... I'll take you, it. You I'll take accept it. the trade off. The, the virtual handshake. Virtual handshake. All right. <laughs> Got it. I like the I like the way you conduct business. All right, we traded. All right, then. It's still your pick though. So, it is, but I'm going to remove my number seven because you know I traded it okay, off. Okay, yes. So you don't you only have right, let's see. Back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven picks left here All right, on the board. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Twitter takes because I'm a Twitter DJ. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Twitter takes for discourse for broken. Sometimes they can I'm be a- funny, but man, if that's all you have on your Twitter timeline, I would not be happy. Well, luckily for me, that is not the only thing on my timeline. So I'm living good. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Slim Pickens here. I guess as far as tutorial, I'll take text-based because you need one of them, right? So I guess I'll take. You sure do. I'll take. You see, I needed a I needed a training mode. Okay, I can't I can't not <laughs> have true. a training mode in this game. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. This can't be a this can't be a beta, okay? No. A DNF duel. <laughs> you see how many people complain about how there's no beta, uh, there's no training mode. I gotta have something. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then, chat room. I will take the. I will take. I hate to say this. I'll take the Reddit. Give me Reddit. All right, Reddit for community online. Hey, sometimes Reddit, Reddit has sometimes has, some has good stuff. nice things. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay. But you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk to any Redditor about like, hey, you wanna get some games in. Yeah, no. that's the hard part, is that like you can get some good info and be like, hey, by the way, Kazuya is now really good at doing this, but you can't get any games like that, so it's it's difficult. Hmm. Well, there's a couple here left. I guess, you know, I need a player base, so I'm gonna take yeah, big you're gonna need a player base. I'll take big at every major, which would be crazy. Could you imagine a bunch of Persona players running around? That'd be terrible. <laughs> That'd be awful. Uh, they're bad in a small community. I can imagine them in a big one. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go with big. All righty then, chat room. I'm taking triple KO, so you have to get Ultra Chat on TV. Okay. Got him, coach. Oh, no. Damn. Got him, coach. Okay. I have... Oh, you have a trade offer, huh? Okay, listen, listen. Uh, Hear me out here. Hear me out. I know we (laughs) capped trades at one. I know we said one. You have a trade offer, huh? I can't. Oh, shit. I said three. Oh, shit. So you said one. I I will accept three. So you would have two more. Listen, for, for the people that are listening, the reason why this is tough is because podcast, the only one is left is Ultra Chen TV. And content as far as videos, the only one is left is Panda Global. Panda Global. And I don't believe there's any other category that's open outside of developer. You know what? Broken? I will make an mm-hmm. unprecedented trade on the first ever Hollywood draft ever. I will okay. give you, I will give you the attentive developer, aka Arxis. And I will take the fuck you developer, a.k.a. Nintendo, but you have to give me coffee and combos and you get the rest of my picks. So you can have Panda Global, you can have Ultra Chen, and you can have whatever else is left on the board, which is this, those two. So you get Attentive Developer, uh-huh. which, which leaves me with the fuck you developer being Nintendo. Okay. I get coffee but and I have combos. To give you- I give okay. and and then you get you get the the rest of my picks which would be, just be one which could either be used for Panda Global or Ultra Chen TV. Okay, I accept your deal. Okay. I accept your trade deal. All right. So I would have an attentive So you have attentive developer, you have Ultra Chen TV and you have Panda Global only video content and I get the fuck Man, you developer. Attentive <laughs> <laughs> What does that tell you? What does that tell you? I'd rather have my developer not give a shit about me than have to listen to an episode of Ultra Chen TV. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, I got coffee and combos. So Uh I think think that's a fair trade. So I'm not going to say anything, but you already had coffee and combos. You know what? I don't care. I I got one podcast. (laughs) I got one podcast. You already had coffee and combos. (laughs) I didn't want to say anything. It's cool. I was like, He's not really. <laughs> it's cool, but hey, I don't have to. I don't have to listen to Panda Global talk on YouTube, and I don't have to listen to Ultra Chen TV talk. So wonderful news! 
I can just not watch Ultra Trend TV. That's the I thing. I watch the Panda Global videos. That has to be a part it. of your FGC experience. What do you think we're doing? Oh, I have to watch it the Ultra to. TV. Oh, to. no. Okay, you know what? You know what? That was a good trade offer. That was a good trade deal. Man, I, I had to do it to you. So let me uh, let me color code some things here, and then we can talk about our list, our FGC experience, because... Here you go. I'll do you. I'll, I'll make it simpler for you because I was actually I was actually uh... you, you kept track. OK, good, because I should have done this in the beginning. So uh, talk to me about your FGC experience, because you got you got an interesting list there. But that was my list right there of what I took. So that way you can just whatever is not on this list is yours. OK, great. So. You have so... wait, hold on, where is it? Oh, okay, it's all it's all in black. No, what am I looking at here? You're looking at oh, my that's list. all yours. Wait, but you, yeah, that's my list for your netcode. You have uh, all three. Base. Yeah, I took no, I just took absorb. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't see that. Okay, so talk yeah. to me about your. How do you feel about your list? You got read them off. I have uh, number one character, favorite character. I have favorite stage. Second favorite game because you took my favorite game. Mm -hmm. I have a Zorb based netcode because I had to have a netcode in my game. Yes. Okay. Even though it's not the best netcode, I mean, it's better than nothing. It's something. It's something. Uh, English voice because I, I'm one of those people where I like, to, I like to give English voice actors a chance, especially even in anime. Mm -hmm. And the reason why in anime I like to listen to the English dub is solely because when I watch anime, I also like to do other things. Like I like to wash the dishes, you know, I like to eat and I can't, you know, I can't like do that thing where like you eat and then all of a sudden, Oh, you missed like three seconds of like when the text was up and now the text is gone. I can't do that. Cause I, then I have to reverse the all over again. It, it's, it's frustrating. Right. I like colors. I'm mm -hmm. one of those people where like, if you took my color, we're fighting. Yeah. All right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I actually appreciate when the FGC does uh, first attempts for like who owns the color, and then the loser can no longer pick that color. That's mm -hmm. that's amazing. End game frame data because you know I needed something for tutorials. Right. Least favorite character, but hella top tier. The reason why I said this, this is for my pick, is because I'm getting tired of playing Anji and not do, not getting any return. Biking is fun, but She's not strong enough. So I will be learning Ramlethal very soon. Oh man, you're take you're you're going to the dark side. But wait, do you hate oh. Ramlethal? Is that is that the I do hate Ramlethal. Okay. I hate fighting her with the with like all because Ramlethal, the moment she touches you, it's you're in the corner and you're taking a ton of damage. And you know, she's burst safe. So it's like Alright, fun. Mm -hmm. So like it's 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 a she's a very like as soon as she takes the she takes it it's over. Yeah, that's uh, she's definitely one of those. She at the beginning of launch, I know she was very very strong. Although she didn't make it very far in competitive tournaments, but I just I know the the sentiment online was that she's very very strong. She was she was uh she I think there was multiple Rams in Texas Showdown though. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I chose interactive tutorial because I do not like info dumps. Right. I'm I'm a big factor of 
let's get out of info dump era yeah, fighting we, game tutorial. We talked about that, that's for sure. I believe that's episode 51 of FGC Hollywood. That yeah, we we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, creators. I uh I do enjoy watching creator videos, okay? Like my favorite kind of videos are the inform informative videos where it's like very evergreen or it's like discussion videos mm -hmm. where it's like they discuss a certain topic. So I like that. Uh, I, I chose second favorite soundtrack because I wanted some music in my game. Yep. Needed that. Second favorite, yeah, second favorite stage. I chose that because there's some really good stages in fighting games. And I like, I will admit that sometimes it's really cool. Even if it, it's very like graphic dependent and will like lag the game. I do like to see hype stages. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, um, I chose small player base. I explained it before, which was because Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 holds a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. I chose movie because, you know, it's nice to to watch the story unfold and also, like, you know, go get some food while it's it's going yeah. and understanding what's going on. And, and you, you not have you, to constantly have press the X button every time. To, you like, get to watch the movie in English, too, which is, you know, pretty yeah. good. So not only can I watch the movie, but I get to watch it and eat too. Mm -hmm. uh, I chose second favorite theme. Uh, it's kind of self-explanatory. Right. Yep. I took not hard arcade, even though I really didn't want to. I kind of liked harder arcade modes. Mm -hmm. But I, I took not hard arcade because there are some times where like it's it's nice to like at least go through story mode and like just breeze through story yeah. mode. I agree. Uh, tw I chose Twitter takes because I'm a Twitter degen. I like, I mean, there there are moments where I'm just like I'm tired of the Twitter discourse, but there are other moments where I'm like I revel in the Twitter discourse. <laughs> All right, so I'm very fifty fifty on that. Right, and I know I know the Lord does not condone fifty fifties, but I I will take the fifty fifty on Twitter. Speaking of, I gotta send I gotta send you that picture. The Lord does not condone fifty fifty. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll probably put it in the in the Discord. You had a really good uh, trade in there too. The that was a good trade. The end game frame data I think was 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 a really good one. I gotta say. Uh, I chose Reddit because you took Discord. Yeah. I will say this: Reddit has really good informative videos on True. there. Like they'll show like cool character guides or like or character art or stuff like that. So that it is good when it comes to like information. Hey, you get cap when it comes. To yeah, you do get Kappa too. <laughs> so like there is information that's readily available on Reddit that like mm -hmm. is very nice. But when it comes to like engaging with people, it's there is no engagement. Okay. Nobody's on Reddit that's like okay, that's not true. There are some people that go on Reddit that'll look for a like a competitor, but not many people go on Reddit and like let's get a uh, let's get a first to ten going right now. I need a set, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's not the place for it really. Uh, I took your attentive developer from you. Correct. Ultra Sorry, Chen. you have to hold that L. Ultra Chen. <laughs> I did take the L when it came to Ultra Chen TV. Right. And you, you got Panda too in that trade. I did get... Here's the thing. There are some Panda videos that I like to watch. Like, I like to watch Punk be degenerate. It's the cuts, man. I can't do the cuts. Too many cuts. Yeah, you're right. The cuts are, their cuts are kind of bad. Yeah. Also, those guys, they're editors are basically what keep them alive. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. If it wasn't for those editors, 
those videos would be ass. I mean, those, so those videos editors, are ass, but I mean, it is what it is. I understand why they're doing the way that they're doing, but it's just, I don't really like it. Does that cap off your list? Is that all you got? That is my list. Yeah. So I'll, I'll run through mine real quick because I don't want to make people uh, listen to the whole draft again. So I took favorite game. Obviously, that was a high pick that I really wanted. Um, with, you know, developer, uh, I made that trade. So I get a, I have a developer that does not care about me at all. Thanks, Nintendo. Um, second favorite character. Thanks, Bandai Namco. Right. Second favorite character because you took the best pick there. And then you kind of swept, you know, you swept stages. Uh, you took least favorite character with the Teletop tier. So you're doing good. I took favorite soundtrack, which uh, I had to do it. I'm just so glad that I got favorite theme. I love the Tekken Law, the Tekken 3 uh, Forest Law theme. It's so great. Um, you got you took the favorite soundtrack, which it kind of got me upset. That's true. Uh, I got default color, but hey, I think I fleeced you in this draft by taking rollback and taking yeah, you did, and 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 both taking delay because I have more options now than just your absorb. You're basically a virtual fighter fan, uh, fighter player now. That's all you have. <laughs> so it's gonna be rough, rough going. Um. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Racist-based netcode will save the FGC. <laughs> and the last... Actually, go ahead. I, if I think about it, Project L is going to be absorb-based netcode. That's true. And That's true. Based. Yep. That is true. So they're going to be both. Mm -hmm. Hybrid. Uh, and then the last two things here that I just want to talk about is uh, I took Japanese voice lines because I I prefer them, uh, and then replay and record functionality in training mode. So those are those are our picks. Uh, Oh, and, and tourneys for streams, so I, I can watch tournaments online. So that that's a big one as well. And yeah, that's uh that's pretty much it for the draft. I I really enjoyed this. This was fun. Uh, people should do this as well. I mean, if if you got a little online community, you can steal all these categories. Why not? It's a cool little exercise to do with people. Doesn't even have to be fighting games. Could be other other games. Just change the categories a bit. So yeah, that's pretty mm -hmm. much it for topic of the week. Broken. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Hopefully we can draft oh, wait, again. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hold on. We can't end it just yet because okay. someone's going to get upset with us. Zio, welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stage. Is he drafting? Yeah. <laughs> what is he drafting? No, no, he's not drafting. Oh, we'll, we'll get to him in a bit, but uh, I, I, do, I just oh. want to cap off the draft here. Um, yeah. This was fun. I do want to do this again eventually. Maybe we can change up the categories. But uh, yeah, let's we can get to Zio's ass here in a bit. But that that wraps up topic of the week. Now we can get to some Hollywood mail. Round three, Hollywood mail. All right, broken. We are here. Final segment of the podcast, and uh, you know, I've been dreading this moment for a long, long time. This has it keeps getting better. Yes, the this question has haunted me. For months, months. I don't know when the first time Zio submitted this question, but it was definitely over three months ago, at least. So it's not even a question. It's a story. And this was meant as something to fill the void during a slow week. But I didn't feel like reading this 4,000-page essay until today. But you know what? He's requested it so many times. I kind of have to do it finally. I'm three months late, but... Listen, I, I had to proofread this story. It's not a bad story, although Zio should learn how to put some commas in his sentences. It's okay. 
it's it's an interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go interesting, but it's different. You you should you'll it's be able something. you'll be able to uh, give your opinion on this, and we can finally put this thing behind us. So with that preamble oh. out of the way, let us read Zio's story. And this has to do with a topic that we did months ago talking about read the room. So this is how he starts this thing. He says, the read the room thing had me thinking. I was in the Caliber Discord. I have no idea who Caliber is, to be honest, but I found it in an FGC Discord list and used it for matchmaking since it was made of English speakers that all lived in Asian countries. Now, the reason why he's saying that is Zio uh, lives in Taiwan, but he's an English speaker. So that's a little tidbit that. A uh, little tidbit there, rather. Uh, so he said, it continues, Every time we played, the use of voice chat was not enforced, but people would strongly push for you too. Though that wasn't a problem for me, as I like being in VC while playing, I went with it immediately. Very quickly, I started playing regularly with this guy, who was clearly the most active guy in the server. Without going too much in details on the games we played over the course of a year, two things became abundantly clear. The man is not very good at fighting games, nor does he seem to make an effort to get better. Two, the man is so salty he could melt the Great White North on his own. Jesus. Now, about this pure sodium chloride, the early times it happened, it was just me and him in the voice chat, so I didn't think much of it. Basically, my reaction was reeling behind, the cha- behind in the chair at every outburst and laugh my ass off in silence. For visual reference, see L.I. Joe in the back when K. Brad pops off at Wolf Crone at final round 20. That's basically my reaction. Dang, he gave you a video essay to put in this? Yeah, so uh, that's definitely a famous theme. But then again, uh, L.I. Joe freaks out at everything. You should have seen him while uh, Jury and Urian were getting announced. Yep. Anyway, continued. uh, At the time, I didn't know how involved he was in the whole Discord. Plus, it was like the second time we've ever played and it was KOF 13, so it could have been the netcode getting to him. Turns out, that's just how it is. When lobbies with more players started happening, he still kept getting salty and angry in voice chat. Now, problem is, there's other people, and the lobby basically has to stop to accommodate this guy's unbridled rage. And then he demands his salty runbacks over and over, not letting other people get in the action. Basically, the man is doing the equivalent of hogging the cab at the arcade. Which is a big no-no at tournaments. When you go to a, uh, a major, do not hog the arcade. Right. Unless you're winning, right? You can just tell you lose. Yeah, but don't be an a-hole about it. Be yeah, like, that's true. Uh, he continues on here. He says, this goes on for months. Nobody's complaining about his behavior nor doing anything about it, but makes some but makes some jokes about it when he's not around. I'm uncomfortable, but when in Rome, and then he puts like dot, 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 ellipsis. Now, before getting to the climax of the story, let's talk, let's talk about yours truly. Sometimes when people ping in Discord for a fighting game I don't like, I would make a joke about it. It's basically always Street Fighter V. Even though I joke about it, I'll join if I'm in the mood. For those who are here in the Hollywood Discord, you should know it's it's standard behavior for me. I will make fun of games I think are shit, which I can attest to. He does do it. Which, uh, to be honest, he doesn't do it with, like, you know, TFH pings or 
even like certain persona pings or whatever. It's mostly Street Fighter Five. Whenever I've seen him do like talk shit, it's Street Fighter Five. People will ping for Street Fighter Five, and he'll just put some some shit post. So now it's the latter half of last year. Type Lumina is coming, so I decided to finally try Melty Blood Actress again. Current code. On my second day of the game, on the game, I get into a lobby from the Caliber Discord. Of course, the guy is there spearheading the lobby. He boasts about how he's been playing the game for six years or some shit. We start playing, and slowly but surely, after just a few matches where he was winning, he starts losing over and over again. The man can't buy a single match. I had explained at the start I had just picked up the game the day prior, so the man goes from impressed at first to depressed to absolutely crushed. No rage, though. In the following day, the rage comes, or rather, in the following days, the rage comes, and... Also, more people start picking up the game and joining. I try and play other people in the lobby, but every time it's my turn to fight this man, the fun ends. Wiping the floor with him is no fun, and I am leaving, or and I'm learning nothing. Plus, he won't let other people play me. So my opinion are basic, or my opinions are basically play him or call it a night. Options. Yeah. You said opinions. Options. Whatever. Uh, options. Sorry. It's a small screen. I can't read. <laughs> I wish I, I should have put this on a big screen, but it's okay. We're almost done, I think. I really don't want to join lobbies anymore if he's involved. Another guy from Discord asked me to play in DMs. Clearly, he wants to play with me without the guy interrupting, the salty guy interrupting, but that's not going to happen. As soon as we start playing, he shows up and seems pissed about us not announcing it in Discord. Type Lumina comes, and the guy, I realize I should give him a name, so to avoid confusion, let's call him Sodium Chloride. Uh, so he's getting spanked left and right in the lobbies by pretty much everyone. The lobbies are coming in nearly daily. I decided to make one joke about sodium chloride's sp- scrubby play. He doesn't seem to get offended. Later that later that night, I got I got contacted by another user in the Discord telling me to take it easy since sodium chloride gets af- got offended by that. Now he puts FGC, FGC Excuse You, which is the emote of uh, in FGC Hollywood of Shizuru basically looking, giving you the side eye. She's like, what? <laughs> so that's an emote that's exclusive to Hollywood, I think, uh, that you kind of have to be in a group to understand what it is. But uh, in the video version of the podcast, I'll blow it up and so people can t- see what it is. Continued, I quickly continue, or rather, I quickly think of all the shit he has told me in his salty tirades, get a bit crossed, at the, at the idea, he feels he has the right to be offended and agree to be nicer to him. So this is after the other user in the Discord told Zeo that, hey, he, he didn't like what you had to say. I decided to actually give sodium chloride tips instead, trying to tell him some universal tricks. He seems cross at that too, but no rage yet. The initial melty hype passes. People stop doing constant lobbies, and I happily go back to Strive. Seemingly everyone in the Discord got Strive on PlayStation 4, so I never get to play with anyone in there. Plus, apparently Sodium Chloride hates the game, so somehow it killed it on the server. I really have no idea how he seems to have this kind of sway. We get to the final incident. KOF 98 gets rollback beta on Steam. If you know me, I love King of Fighters to death. It's the game that made me fall in love with fighting games at the arcade. But I am salty that nobody plays... That no one plays that no one plays 2002 UM casually after it got rollback. That was a while back. And yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, that was like 2020, I think. And now 
everyone is hyped about 98 UMFV getting rollback. I like 98, it's my personal fourth best game in the franchise, but why would I play it when I can play 2002 UM, which is better? Anyway, Sodium Chloride starts looking to make a KOF 98 lobby happen in the Discord, in the Caliber Discord. Usually, I'd be his enabler, but not this time. Our connection is good enough that we can play literally any KOF I like more than 98 together. I think later than that, I think later than that night, he managed to play with enabler number two who logs in way later. I make my discon oh, I make my discontent for 98 known in the server, plus the game is crashing if you do a command grab, so that's a good cause of ridicule for me. So maybe he was talking more shit, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Then one day, sodium chloride asked for 98 games again. I am well aware at that point in the day of the day, if I don't say yes, no one else is going to play. Mm -hmm. I wait five minutes, then post a gif of a tumbleweed. Sodium chloride replies, it's only been five minutes, man. Later that night, someone tells me that I should make fun, that I shouldn't make fun of other games people play. The owner, Caliber, chimes in and tells me if I do it again, he's going to ban me. I freeze. I think. How are these people okay with this guy getting angry in voice chat, making it uncomfortable for everyone else to be in there? But if I make a small joke about games I don't like, the sky is going to fall. I'm now a mix of angry and befuddled. I decided to just leave the server without saying a word. I don't want to leave on bad terms. I enjoyed the time with other people in there. Maybe in the future, I will go back. It's been about three or four months now, which I guess now it's been six or seven months. Uh, I haven't gone back yet. So my question is, am I in the wrong? If sodium chloride's behavior is accepted, but mine isn't, and those are the rules of the server, should I just have gone with it? On the other hand, if I am right, and, and I always am, whatever, should have I said something about it? Let me know your opinions. So, my opinion on Zio, I hate to be this guy, but I agree with Zio's decision. If everyone doesn't like this guy, but everyone defends him easily, then the community is not there for you because they, this guy has too much sway. All right. Nobody feels comfortable with him playing with him. All right. And if nobody feels comfortable playing with him, and he probably knows this, because how is he the one that gets upset whenever people make games without him? Mm -hmm. And then he gets upset. That probably should be like, hey, something's wrong with either me or something. But yeah, I'm sorry. Zio, you did the right decision. All right, I get that, like, you, you are losing out on a huge community, but if that community, I hate to say this, dick rides that one guy and lets that guy, like, sway everything, then either you go or he goes. All right, there's that's how it goes. So, just from reading that story, which I thank God I'm done with that saga. Uh, in my opinion, so Zio is obviously the newcomer to that Discord. He doesn't even know who Caliber is. He just mm -hmm. found the Discord randomly off of a, an FGC list. It sounds to me like Sodium Chloride is a guy who maybe is grandfathered into that Discord. Maybe he knows Caliber on a more personal level. He's been there for a while. People know of his antics. And 
he is not going anywhere. And he's gotten to a point where he's ingrained in that community so much so that it's kind of his way versus the newcomer's way. So, and it seems like this caliber person defends him. So in my opinion, uh, yeah, I, as while it doesn't seem like it makes sense that a guy that puts a tumbleweed gif as a joke in a quote unquote fight channel would get a ban warning versus a guy who is extremely salty and does never, you know, correct his behavior does not. It seems like obviously those people know him on a personal level and he gets a pass for being who he is. So yeah, I guess, uh, my opinion is I would have done the same thing. I mean, if, if you can't play with people via DMs, your only other option would be to make a private call, not in the Discord, and play with those people that way. But that's, I don't know, that's, that's an annoying way of going about it because what's the point of being in a community if one guy ruins it for all? I don't know. I think uh, probably did the right choice of just leaving. I mean, he also, here's the thing. Zio also gave the community a chance by saying, hey, I don't like this guy, and here's my reason why. Like, he said that he didn't like the guy, and he, said, he explained why. Right. And the community took his side. He didn't take Zio's side. He took the other guy's side, which basically means that it's... Well, no, they were just making fun of them when, when sodium chloride wasn't there. They were just talking about him, that, saying, yeah, he's salty or whatever. That's, that's a clue in, though. That's my, that's my thing. Yeah. Is that, that they, he clu- Zio clued him, them in that... He's obviously a problem. I think they knew that he's a problem. They just can't do anything about it because it seems like he obviously he has some sort of sway, which at that point, that turns into like the top person of the Discord. Like if you're just going to allow that, then that's just how your Discord is going to operate. But usually you should have a mod or an administrator, whoever's, you know, up in the Discord, you should let them know your concerns. But if, if, I don't know, it just sounds like on a personal level, Maybe that caliber person and sodium chloride know each other and they're like friends. And you know how it is. Sometimes when you're friends for so long, you just kind of have to stick by them. And uh, this is just one of those situations, probably. I think, here's the thing. If I have a friend like that and they're grandfathered in and then uh, they're the reason why everyone's not having a good time, I'm sorry. I'm going to take them aside and I'm going to be like, look, listen, no one likes you right now. Yeah. This is the reason why no one likes you. I'm your friend, so that's why I'm doing you this favor. But if you don't like change, then I'm kicking you. Yeah. Like I would go directly to the problem person and I'd pull them aside and say, "Hey, here's our one one on one talk, right? You yeah. know, this is me talking to you, letting you know, like you're not in trouble. Like I always would be like, you're not in trouble, right? But you're causing trouble for other people so i'm giving you a chance and i'm letting you know that's how it should be but it seems like this caliber person did not do that it just seems like well he just favored you know that guy as opposed to zeo which that's just a personal choice of that discord so it's uh, he asked am i in the wrong here i was like no i don't think so like it is what it is you're not in the wrong it is what it is but stop submitting that question i'm done with you and don't submit one next week you're done. <laughs> You're cut off. <laughs> uh, cut off for one week. Yes. All right. Broken, you got the next one, two, three, four, five questions for Hollywood Mail. Alrighty then, chat room. So Pringle the One asks, what's your take on money matches? I feel like no one ever asked, so I'm going to be the one. 
I had once had a guy bug me for a money match, and I've always hated them because I hate giving these suckers any chance to give me <laughs> getting my hard-earned money. I'd rather spend it on JRPGs. All right, such Here's a Pringle, such a Pringle type. Uh, Shadow Supreme. Pringle statement. A Pringle statement. If I've ever seen one. All right, so I like I like money matches. It does make the match a little bit more tight, uh, more tense because things are on the line. But we're in 2022, okay? We don't have to just do money matches. You know what we can do? We can do stage bands. We can do color bands. We can do other things too. Like mm-hmm. there are people who are like color twenty is my color. Like I am, I am stuck with color twenty. Like that's my thing. And if someone else is, is says that that's their thing, let's go color match. And you're banned from that color if you lose. All right. <laughs> now that's it. That's a huge thing because like money is money is a thing where it's like once you have it and then once you spend it, it's gone. But color, you're stuck with not having to use your color for the rest of that game cycle. And a game cycles nowadays can be five years long. So that means for five years, you can't have your color. You got to find new color. That's that's a rough one right there, isn't it? Now all the the money is on the line. Have you ever had a money match? I've had a few money matches. Yeah. Do you like them? Do you They're like kinda, just like the environment? I, I like it, but I always, when I do a money match, it's always like $10 or $5. I yeah, don't go anything big. above. Nothing big. Because I know that both of us are broke as hell. So yeah. let's not, let's not break each other's backs. Let's just have, let's just have fun with it. I've had the uh, like drunk money matches before with friends, but then we were, you know, we, we just gave each other the money back. Cause it's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I mean, not a, like, I'm not a big money I'm, match guy. I don't care. What I've done too is I've done like sub matches where it's like, okay, if you win, I give you five cool. subs. If I win, you give me five subs, you know? Yeah. yeah. See, it's not it's not breaking the bank. Right. It's it's kind of nice to have this reward, but it's not like it's not like these FGC Twitter monsters where they do one thousand dollar or like i'm like how do you get this much money mm. and how are you okay with losing that kind of money like that's too much money yeah panda global money <laughs> yeah i'm not a fan all right so that's our opinions on money matches mm. meme meme inspector on discord asks have any of you picked up an odd any odd fighting game habits i sit cross-legged with my fight stick and have an awful controller layout damn cross-legged huh interesting I've I've been playing fighting games and all that while I lived in this new apartment solely because, all right, I'm going to do a never-before-done thing on the podcast, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to remove my camera and oh, show don't. you my game. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> do not do that, please. <laughs> no, I, I have to to explain why I, I do this, okay? Oh, my gosh. So, I'll try to describe this to the listeners. You're making my job as a podcaster much harder now. Yes. Sorry. But... <laughs> There is my mic right here, right? Okay. This is my mic. It is attached to this small table right here, okay. which is all the way below on the, like, really low to the ground. Yes. Now, so you got, like, a mic stand attached to a table, and the mic is very close to your setup. The ground, which is a, very close to the ground. Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah that's kind of <laughs> what I thought would happen. So Broken just uh, dropped his camera because, you know, that's what true yeah. pro YouTuber podcasters do. <laughs> yeah, anyways. So what happens is... Is that I have ADHD, which okay. means I like to do this thing where I like to like shake my leg or like, you know, the thing where like people do when they're nervous, when yeah, they like, they, of course. they move their leg constantly. 
the problem is, is that since this table is very low to the ground, mm -hmm. you probably heard it in when I was doing it. Yes. But it shakes the mic. Yep. Making the mic have noise. So now, ever since I've lived here and I'm on a call or anything, I will actually cross my legs when I'm in a voice call so that I can't shake my legs, so that I'm considerate to other people. Hmm. Even okay. though, like, there are moments where I, like, I, I forget that I'm doing that and I'll, like, constantly, like, try to do my leg and then I, I'll catch myself and I'll just put my leg back in, in the cross. But, like, that is my that is my my thing that I do. I've done it ever since I moved here, and I got told that hey, what's going on with your mic? Right. I found out what it was. Is that I have a mic that's way too close to the ground, and every time I shake my leg, it just it's a nervous <laughs> tick. So, um, yep. I'm trying to think of that. mine. Odd fighting game habits. I don't know if I you would call this odd. Um, for some reason, I'll use four fingers. Uh, to play on my arcade stick, but I never use the pinky. Uh, I just don't have mm -hmm. use for it, despite the fact that there are some buttons that are closer to the pinky. I'll use my ring finger, my middle finger, sometimes even my index to reach further buttons as opposed to just using the pinky. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not comfortable using the pinky like that, so maybe that's one that I could think of. Fair statement. All right. You don't like the piano? No, no. Hey, so we, when we, got, actually, we got some Twitter actually, questions, though. Yeah, that's true. When I actually do play on a on a stick, which is uh, the arcade stick, which I have a hitbox right there, and then I, there's an arcade stick in the closet. Mm. But uh, when I do play on the hitbox, I do pianos because, you know, yeah. it's a little bit nicer. So I'll have the kick button on the bottom for where my thumb is, and I'll have the rest of the buttons as a piano yeah. set up. Yeah, I don't have a use for the pinky. It's just not, it doesn't feel natural to me, so I just use four. Four fingers out of the five. Okay. Okay. All right. So King Gurry on Twitter asks, which shout outs to him. On shout outs to King Will Riot, yep. Will Riot Games affect the future fighting game tournaments once Project L comes out, considering how much money they have for prize pools and events? The answer is no. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. You, no. think, you think closed they're circuit, not. right? I think what they're going to do is they're going to do closed circuits, but when it comes to majors, they're gonna have the huge, the big payout, and the rest of the tournaments not. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think that's that's what's gonna be the case. Uh, that's that's how it is. Yep. All right. Also, for all you people out there that are like me going zero and two in Project L versus me going uh, top eight at uh, you know at like Evo, y'all are lying if you think that Project L is gonna give you that much money. For going 0-2 or even a, like 2-1 and one or something like that. I think you'll probably end up having to qualify and stuff. So we'll see what happens. I mean, that game is so not close. We thought everybody was like, oh, 2023. That game is probably 2024 at the like the closest that it's going to come out. Like the earliest. I will say this though. At least they are talking to the FGC as a whole. They are discussing like their plans. They're being very adamant about like what they're planning on doing. So at least at least they, they are very, like, communicative, which yeah. is very nice, considering, you know, Bandai Namco and uh, Nintendo doing the opposite of that. So yeah. at least we have a game developer that actually likes to talk to the audience, you know? Yeah. It, it's nice every, to ne every now and then actually have our voice heard. True. 
Two more here. Enrique Hiryu on Twitter asks, with games like DNF Duel and Project L on the horizon, are you concerned about 2.5D fighting games all looking the same? It just has me a little worried about the variety we could be potentially be missing out on. I don't know about Project L, say, but like uh, Arxis definitely has a style now. Like you can tell. In yeah, Arxis has a style, but it's a it's a good style. That's the thing. Like the Arxis styles are really. Good it's styles. it's it's kind of like one note. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, don't we want you know a true 2D fighting game as opposed to 2.5D or something like that? You know. Well, Street Fighter Five is or Street Fighter Six is coming out, and they're using the RE engine, so. I see what he means here, though. Like, you don't want everything to be so homogenous that, like, listen, the gameplay is slowly but surely starting to become homogenous in fighting games. We don't want the look of them to do the, to follow suit. I, I get that. I see what he yeah, means. Yeah, I get that. But even then, in a homogenized game, it's it's based on what the characters do. The characters make the game. So, like, just don't make them the blonde, the game... please. Like, blonde fighter five. Everybody's blonde. <sighs> The final character was blonde. Can you believe that? Every character was blonde. Okay, <laughs> like every character in Street Fighter Five is blonde. Okay, I don't know. You think that was maybe to entice the, or to to uh, entice the Californians because apparently, or just the Western audience, up, right? Which is weird because apparently Capcom thinks that the only FGC is California. I, yeah, apparently, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. At Determined Saito on uh, Twitter asks, what's the best course of action to convince people to get into a particular title you're into and that they just won't give a chance on? Jeesh. You know what it is? Showed them the lewds of the game. All right? I'm oh, sorry. Man. I hate to say it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's L a joke. Listen, Don't listen, listen. That. The reason why I reacted <laughs> that way is because I was thinking in my own situation, I was trying to get people to play TFH, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on here. Hold on here. <laughs> That's not how we approach these things. No, I was, I was kidding. No, the, the reason I was joking is because, like, every time someone asks me, hey, how do I get into Guilty Gear Strive? I always tell them how godlike the music is. And then every so often, I'll hear, is Guilty Gear Strive that Jacko game? And I'm like, yes, it's the game with the Jacko pose. You're right. You're absolutely right. I know that the only reason why you're here is because it eludes. It's okay. Welcome aboard. It's... Man, that's a that's the million dollar question. I don't know to be honest. I will also be honest with myself. I haven't tried super hard to get people into TFH, into Persona. I've talked about it on shows like this. I've talked about it in Discord. But there's also a certain point where like you get annoying once you just be like, hey, play TFH, play TFH, play Persona. It's like some people just don't like certain games. So I don't like pushing it. Um I, like there's even one game that's not even a fighting game. I was harping about Omori for like you know four months. I was just like play Omori, play Omori because I thought it was a good game. But people just eventually get tired of it. Be like ah whatever you know. It's like just Mac on his Omori boomer shit again. So I don't. I think maybe bring the game up in a casual conversation and then let people on their own want to gravitate to it. But uh, yeah, I don't. It's yeah. it's tough to get people interested in something that you really like when it might not say speak the same to them because i know people that are just like you know if i'm playing one game they'll be like yeah but i just like tekken though it's like well hey man that's cool just play tekken i always try to get people into fighting games by explaining the things that are around the fighting game aspect of the game 
Like I always say, the story's good. The characters are good. You know, the music's good. You know, the stages are cool. Like I never say, oh man, the fighting game aspect of this fighting game is super sick and you got to definitely try it out. Because I know for a, a single fact, casuals don't care about that. They care yeah. about like everything else. They care about the characters. They care about the like the story. They care about the music. So I always appeal to them when I say that. I'm like, hey, the music's really good. I think you'd love it. Hey, I think the characters are really cool. I think you'd like the characters. Hey, I think the story's really cool. I think you'd like the story. Give it a check. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's tough, but it's definitely doable. Uh, Groups online, you can also just, if you have enough people there for just to chill, you can play anything at that point. I could have swore I threw my phone so far away it would not hear me. (laughs) And yet I heard it say I couldn't hear that. It's all good. Um, Broken, we got two more segments here before we get out of here. First one, Dirk, feature of the week. Shout out to Dirkers. He was a good boy. Um, Mike Ross. Shout out to Mike Ross. He's sort of returning to the world of fighting games, the FGC. He put out uh, a it's- new Twitter, and uh, the reaction to the Twitter was, you know, really favorable. People were really happy to see him again. And that- uh, he, that re- the, the responses to Mike Ross coming back to Twitter, I swear to God, everybody was like the second coming of Christ. Everyone was just unanimously happy that he came back. Yeah. No, he's he's been away for quite some time, taking a break from the FGC. And, you know, you got to remember for a lot of us, Mike Ross and Gutex in that era, they were who what FGC content was back then as far as personalities are concerned. So to have him back, hopefully... Is going to be really cool. Uh, I always enjoyed Mike. I thought he was he was really, really entertaining, and he kept it real. And uh, he knew how to play the face. He knew how to play the heel. I thought uh, I thought he was fun to be around. Uh, as far uh, fun to have around, rather within the world of fighting games. So yeah, if he if he shows up, especially a combo breaker at Evo, and he makes some guest appearance, he doesn't even have to come back full time. But just having him in the FGC, I think, makes the community better as opposed to worst. And yeah, what did we miss on the horizon? So uh, SNK World Championship Grand Final is officially canceled after being initially postponed due to COVID-19. So that's done. Sorry, KOF 15 players. You will not have a circuit this year, maybe next year. Uh, Blanca and Sakura are now in the Fortnites. So that's a thing. Bunch of Street Fighter characters on that game. Mm-hmm. Smash.gg will be going through a rebrand in the near future. Remember, uh, Microsoft... They purchased Smash.gg, but they will be uh, making a rebrand with a primary focus in the FGC. So the logo has already changed. The name is still to be announced. And the website functionality is also one that is going to change in the near future. CEO Otaku is set for September 23rd to September 25th, 2022. That's the almost side tournament for CEO that focuses on more niche titles, anime titles, Marvel, all sorts of stuff. Battle Arena Melbourne is back May 13th to May 15th, so practically uh, next week for the first time since COVID. So BAM is the uh, Australia's biggest tournament that they host there, and it's good to have them back. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the horizon, uh, so I reached out to FGC Hollywood, our people there. Uh, we'll get some of these guys on FGC Hollywood, plus to talk about all sorts of things, kind of like how I did with Pringle. We'll talk about uh whatever pertains to them got to figure out scheduling i know people i brought up uh clayton chapman to to come on on hollywood plus 
We'll see. I haven't reached out yet. Uh, Clayton, he's an interesting individual. I want to see how I want to approach a podcast if I do one with him because, uh, like I said, he's interesting. I would like to talk to him, but I got to figure out the timing and, you know, how to structure a show with Clayton on it if I can, <laughs> if I can keep it on the rails. So, uh, yeah. You know what would also be a really nice pick? Let's get Mike Ross since he come back to the world. Yeah, that you know, that would be a great pick. I would love to have Mike Mike on. But you know what? Right now, the way I think about it, Mike Ross just came in. I'm sure he's going to have all these offers with people just wanting a piece of him left and right. I kind of want to let Mike chill. Let him do his thing. I, I don't want to have him. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Uh, let him enjoy the FGC again because uh, I don't know that he's done that in a long time. So hopefully he can. If he ever gets to that point where he becomes more... Uh, comfortable doing appearances and stuff yeah i would love to have mike on hopefully he would talk to me but for right now i just hope he's having a good old time that's pretty much it broken uh you know we had not a bad first pro youtuber podcast i find you know i i had some some issues here and there as far as on the production side that i'll try to fix for the next one but uh listen twitch is dead forever no i'm kidding but it's uh i'm gonna be streaming on both so yes i will be coming to both sides yes it's uh so it's it's alive for you dead for me but fgc hollywood is always alive in my heart and uh fgc 50 fgc hollywood episode 52 is in the books broken wing appreciate you my friend coming on the show again co-hosting with me as you do every week we'll be back next week hopefully we get some news if not Hey, I'll bring out another topic. Who knows? We'll draft again. No, I'm kidding. We'll bring out oh, something actually, else. Actually, what we'll do is we'll do a... Uh, we'll do, you know what? I have an idea. If we don't have a topic for next week, we will do FGC What If Scenarios, where we basically have a podcast discussion about like things that we think the FGC deserve to know. Like, or, so like a discussion, a discussion video. So instead of just going over the news, we'll just do a discussion piece. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, we'll see what next week transpires. Uh, like like you said, it's either feast or famine. We've had famine for a bit. Let's feast. So next week, hopefully, we can get some stuff. And that's pretty much it. So until next time, appreciate people who were here live. Appreciate everybody that's listening right now. Appreciate Patreon. Appreciate FTC Hollywood Discord. If you want to join us, you can do so. The link is usually pinned in the comments of every YouTube version of this podcast. And until next time, my name is Max Bleiser. That was Broken Wing. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace.